0: We're testing the new Samsung Galaxy S6 Active from AT&T to see how it handles pretty much anything life throws at it. First up, the splash test. Not a problem. Next, the drop station. Ketchup and mustard, a classic. And it's A-OK. Now the mud simulator. And it's ringing. One second. Hello? Can I call you? I'm going to call you back. Looks like the Samsung Galaxy S6 Active handled it all without a problem. I just wish I'd rinsed it off first. Look. Switch now to AT&T and earn $300 in credits when you buy a Samsung Galaxy phone on AT&T Next and trade your current smartphone. AT&T, mobilizing your world. The device needs military standards for dust and shock resistance. Drops or falls less than 4 feet on flat surface and IP68 rating for water resistance up to 1.5 meters for 30 minutes. Rinse residue promptly. Limited time offer. Select locations. Must port number. Activate service and remain in good standing. $300 equals $100 bill credit applied within 90 days and $200 phone trading credit, which may be via promotion card. Traded must be in good working condition. Other charges and restrictions apply. See store for details.
1: BLOB TALK RADIO
2: The 12 radio show and I am your host, 12 Kyle, the phone number to call in area code 347-215-7162. Again, 347-215-7162. Things went quiet there for a second. Again, 347-215-7162. Thank you for tuning in as you do each and every week. Broadcasting live over the airwaves of Blog Talk Radio, again, I am your host, 12Kyle, and welcome to another edition of 12 Radio Show. Uh, this is an interactive show. We ask that you not just listen, but actually participate in tonight's show. Now, there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can log into our chat room. The chat room is always open, always interactive. Uh, you can create a profile for yourself and jump into the discussion with the chat room participants. Or you can log in as a guest and watch the chatter go back and forth. Uh, if you're on social media, make sure that you follow us. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter, at 12Kyle, the number 1-2-K-Y-L-E. Also on Facebook, uh, you can follow the show. We have our own Facebook page, 12 Radio Show. And I have my own personal Facebook account, uh, facebook.com backslash Spell it out, T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E. Also, a YouTube channel, YouTube.com backslash 12Kyle. Pretty simple, T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E. The show is being broadcast live each and every Wednesday night, so in the event you miss parts of the show, make sure that you check out the archives. You can catch the archives on iTunes, you subscribe there. Uh, We're on Stitcher Radio uh, we're on SoundCloud, YouTube, <laughs> uh, plenty of ways to catch up, uh, with me if you missed any parts of the show. Uh, before we get started on tonight's show, want to backtrack to, uh, last week's show. Man, gotta thank, uh, the homie Eclectic who came through, um, came through, man, we had a ball, man, two, we went a little bit over, it's about two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, we talk classic hip hop, and more importantly, classic hip hop battles. Um, so, if you're a hip hop head, fan of hip hop, um, yeah, I mean, we just we, we we did it all last week. So, if you missed any parts of that show, uh, make sure that you check out the archives. As I said on BlogTalkRadio.com backslash twelve Kyle, you can also check it out on Stitcher as well as iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, tonight. As you all know, we do different topics each week. Tonight will be no different. Um, I'm going to do something tonight that I I haven't really done in a while. In fact, it's been a... It's, man, it's probably been like a year. Um, tonight, man, we're just going to focus on just regular stuff that's going on in the news. I, I try not to... Uh, I purposely don't do a lot of shows about the news or what's going on in the news because I know people are bombarded with the news and I know I've kind of used this vehicle as far as this show and my blog uh, as a means to kind of get away from the everyday news cycle. Uh, but tonight, man, we're going to hit some real serious topics. We're going to hit some, um, some sensitive issues. <laughs> uh, we may piss a few people off, but who cares? um we're also going to uh touch on some light things as well uh so get in where you fit in three four seven two one five seven one six two tonight's topic is called simply in the news in the news three microphones three great minds three sets of strong-minded opinions that's what you're going to get for the next two hours thank you for rocking with me uh so without further ado let's bring on tonight's co-host uh, my first co-host is right here in the atl Good friend of the show, man. Been rocking with his cat for a minute. Uh what can I say, man? He 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 is a very strong-minded guy. Great mind, cool, cool cat all around. Gotta bring in the homie Vince. Vince, what's going on, man? I guess yeah. Well, there uh-huh. we go. Vince, what's up, man?
3: I'm good. Can you hear me?
2: I got you, brother. I got you. What's what's cracking? Oh, okay.
3: Uh, not much, not much. Just trying to get over this hump on Wednesday. You know how it go.
2: Man, who you telling? <laughs> today, you know I don't know about I you, today was a long day,
3: man. Man, please. I was up all night. I had the police outside the house till like 5 o'clock in the morning. So I didn't get no sleep oh, flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you try to live next to your brothers and sisters, sometimes that happens.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, I, I take it the police didn't come to see you.
3: Oh, no, sir. No, sir. Okay, no, no, okay. no. I, gotcha, I know. Gotcha, no. Gotcha. I get profiled, but I don't get
2: arrested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt. Phone number to call in, 347-215-7162. Uh, next up, man, this dude, man, I, I don't even know what to say about it, man. We go back to, like, oh, man, we go back, like, almost 25, almost 30 years, man. He hear yeah, the music in the background, he's a <laughs> poet, and he knows it, uh, he's an artist, uh, he does a little bit of everything, um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the one and only, my homie, D Love Hall, what up D? Man, this
0: is so embarrassing, this is so <laughs> embarrassing, how dare right, you, first, first, hey, hey, first name's first, good evening everybody. Gentlemen, everybody, what up,
3: listen, don't call. What's up? What's up?
0: How, y- how, y'all, how y'all doing, man? Y'all doing all right? We're good. good, good, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yo. Can I give a real quick shout out before we even get started? Because I know we're go about ahead, to get real serious. Ahead. I want to give a shout out real quick. Listen, man. K, die. You know I love you, my brother. You've been, you've been, you've been oh, working man. hard, boy. You've been working hard, boy. You everywhere. This is the hardest working man in the blogger's If Y'all don't follow this cat on the blogs, on YouTube. I can't believe I got a homeboy I grew up with. that got a YouTube channel that I watch on the regular. Like, this is so incredible. I mean, he's on other
1: shows. He got his own shows.
0: I mean, the boy's doing his thing, man. Yo, keep up the good work, my brother. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Hey, the check is in the mail, man. The check is in the mail. I oh, mean, you oh, know, are oh. just doing what we like to do, man. We're doing what we
2: like to do. I mean, I... I could say the same, man. I mean, the music in the background is your hit song. so I mean, I
0: mean, I mean well, are we really going to do I mean, this, Joe? Are we really going to do this? I
2: mean, this? D, D, you got an album. I don't have an album. I just gotta-
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you got to absolutely, absolutely no comment yeah. to
4: that. A spoken All word
2: out. album for those of you listening. Check it out. D. Love Hall. Him don't detail them
3: what the name Love
2: of it and where they can buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell them tell about the album. Let's go <laughs> the album while we talking about it. I mean, the name of the album is D. Love Hall's Lounge. I mean, you can find it on Twitter. You can find it on SoundCloud. You can find it on Bandcamp. If you want to donate something, you donate something. Or you can download it for free. So I did it for the people, man. So it is for the people.
2: Okay. When's the next album dropping, man? I don't know when the next album is dropping, but I might have
0: a single dropping...
2: Sunday.
3: Stay tuned. That's okay, all I can okay. okay. Nah, all right, we, need visuals, we
2: need
0: visuals, bro. We need um, visuals. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. The name of it is a uh, mouth exercise. So, like I said, so, we need visuals, okay.
2: bro. Oh shit! Oh shit!
0: <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, when I drop it, you'll get a visual. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> mouth Man, I exercise. I, I feel you. Right, I feel bro. you.
2: Three four seven two one five seven one six two is the phone number to call. Uh, let's, let's man, let's get it cracking, man. Let's talk about stuff that's in the news, um, and I'm going to be tweeting out the uh, topic. So feel free to uh, check them out if you follow me on Twitter at twelve Kyle, uh, and answer them. We'll read your responses on Facebook and Twitter on the air. Um, a big Republican debate, big Republican debate this past Thursday. Uh, obviously, and, and, and you guys know me, like, politics is not, I'm very, I, I, like, politics is probably the one thing that I don't talk about on this show, politics and religion. Um, but we got to talk about it, man. I mean, Donald Trump, man, I, I'm going to start right there with you, Vince. I mean, Donald Trump has is, is kind of come out of nowhere. Um, what, what do you think about Donald Trump's campaign thus far?
3: it's like a reality TV show. You know, you're like, I can't believe people are watching this, but right, they, they, they're they watching it, and uh, you know, I'm not surprised that he's he's still, he's winning in the polls and all that good stuff, because you know, we know, as black people, we know mm-hmm. these folks feel that way. They're just scared to say it, and he either has the audacity or the lack of brains to, to say what he want to say. and um, You know, people are standing behind him and, and saying I don't think they really seriously take him as a candidate to vote for president but right now it feels good to them to say, oh, I'm behind Trump for what he's talking about. Well, at least I hope that they don't really seriously take him but we never know. But um, nothing shocks me in America in 2015. You know, we've seen over the last couple of years anyway, just some crazy outlandish behavior that we thought we left in the fifties and sixties. Right, right. So to, for him to be out there saying the crazy nonsense that he's saying and people supporting it, trying to back it and put money behind it. It's not a surprise. It's sad that that's the state of affairs that we are. But, um,
2: yeah, I'm not shocked, not shocked at all. You know what's funny? Like when I hear him talk about building this wall, and I'm like, <laughs> "What the hell are you talking?" I mean, like so many people buy into that wall building stuff. I'm like, "What are you talking yeah, about?" i have been talking what what that wall thing wall? since
3: Clinton was in office, though. i have been talking that wall for a long time, I and mean, that's it's so like really, you really think a wall is going to keep people from somewhere? Like, <laughs> it's just dumb. It's stupid. <laughs> it's like, like what are you on? Like really, I mean, you need to sell them drugs, y'all, because that don't make no sense.
2: Right Man I, b- Before I even throw it to you D I'm going to read back something I saw that you posted uh, I'm This is uh, The quote from uh, D. Love Hall uh, quote, Every time someone tries to tell you That politics has changed Due to President Obama's election Remind them of how Donald Trump Is doing everything imagin- imaginable To lose Yet his bid is still relevant I'm not sure how many people can pos- he can possibly alienate, but he's right there. And yes, it's early. However, some of the things that he said just recently, he should be at the bottom right now. You might want to start paying attention. President Obama wasn't supposed to sustain his momentum either. And now he's finishing his second term. Those are some some deep worries, man. D, what's your take on uh, Trump's, <laughs> Trump's campaign thus far?
0: Oh, man, listen, first things first, I, I I wholeheartedly agree with what Vinny just said. I mean, dude is kind of, he, he's saying what a lot of people want to say, but they want to hide behind their keyboards and hide behind their masks and their hoods and whatever you want to call it, their badges. They want to hide behind those and they want to say it in the polls as opposed to saying it out of their mouths. But one of the things about Trump that I find fascinating, man, is that he, if he's not trying to, like alienate the country, if this is how he really feels and he still has all this momentum, like I I didn't watch the debate. I can't watch them, but I did kind of read some of the excerpts from it and his <clears throat> bravado is so outlandish because he can't, no more, he can't be bought. So anybody who tries to throw right. money at him it's like, he'll buy you, he can buy you. So you can't throw right. money at him and try to sway him. So this, is, this might be how he really feels and if it is he's throwing all kinds of jabs at everybody in the Republican Party like, listen, this cat, man, people are saying he can't sustain. It's early. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, can you think of another Republican candidate that can remove him? Because one dude, I think it's Ron Paul that keeps going at him. And, you know, he's like, well, Ron Paul, you know, that's cute that you want to come at me and everything. I I think that's kind of cute. But, Look at my lead. He actually said that.
4: He was like, look at my
0: lead. (laughs) You you
4: dig what I'm saying? Who says that
0: in the early days? Who says that? like For everybody who loves LeBron for saying, I'm the best in the world, You know I'm the greatest, you better listen to Trump. Because Trump is telling everybody, he's telling everybody, listen, what you want to say, but right now, I'm the greatest in the country. And he's talking about Obama. He's talking about Hillary. He's talking about all the Republicans. And let's not forget They asked him if he doesn't win the bid, the Republican bid, will he back the Republican candidate? And he kind of sidestepped that. He was like, Well, I can't say that I won't run. Yeah, he was like, I can't say that I won't run as independent. So if he got people that's fighting for him already and he goes independent and he pulls votes from whoever the Republican candidate is and whoever the Democratic, uh, 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 Democratic candidate is, he could possibly pull off something that we don't think can happen. And quite honestly, the fact that a black president happened, I didn't think that was possible either. So I'm paying more attention than I probably should right now.
3: Yeah, the fact oh, that I, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> was
2: governor of California let uh-huh. you know we
0: can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't think it's yeah.
2: impossible. Yeah, a- anything's possible. I mean, we, we saw that uh, years ago with how uh, Al Gore lost Florida and, you know, ballots were being counted mysteriously, you know, and Bush ends up getting in office. Um, I watched the debate. Um, I can't say that uh, <laughs> I can't say that I wasn't entertained. Um, I think what happened was, I think what I was able to, to get from the debate was that, like you said, I think he's at the point now where he is he is really content on saying whatever, and but I think where the problem comes in at is that people are people will and I've heard, you know, people some of his quote unquote supporters say, Well, he says what's on his mind. Okay, yeah, and but what does that do for you as far as your livelihood and your, your well being and you know, I haven't heard him say anything about any issues or as far as where he stands on certain things or whatever like that. And I think That's where the problem comes in for me. Uh, I think if you're going to run for president, if you want to be the leader of the free world, and and I understand it's early now. I mean, we got a long way to go before the election. Um, But I'll say this, and and I don't know that I don't think that he can sustain it because I think ultimately he's going to have to speak on issues and he has no real Base to stand on. Platform. Um,
1: right.
2: you know, they, they, yeah, he doesn't have a platform. Bush has a platform. Uh, Christie has a platform. Um, you know, some of these guys You're who are veterans that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jindal, um, you know, some of the people who are behind Trump, they have platforms. I don't see that he's had a platform because when it's time to speak on the issues or whatever, I mean, he's, you know, it, it's almost like. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you know, like the rapper that wants to talk about how many albums he sold. You know, hey, I'm I'm going platinum. I'm going platinum. Okay, if you went platinum, what'd you talk about? You know, and I think Trump is really at that place where I think deep down he's probably surprised that he's where he is right now, anyway. So,
0: and that was you know, what I was going like, to say. Like outside outside of his ego, outside of his ego, who, do you
2: really think anybody thought that he would even be close at this point? No, no, I thought he'd be. You know close what I'm saying? How by now. But you I, know what I, I think I, it I really is? You know, really ready to buy by now.
3: Go ahead, ben. I think it's, it's kind of like the whole, like, you know, we're talking about a year since Mike Brown and all that stuff, right? So we had mm. in the news over the last year, we've been talking about police shootings, about uh, Black Lives Matter. All that stuff has been top of mind, top of the page for, like, at least a year. And so I feel like white folks feel like, you know, y'all getting a little too uppity we need somebody yes, to say what we really want to say yes, and he's out there even though he's not he's not how can think about it he's leading in the polls and has not had a political stance on any issue right. at all <clears throat> on he any issue said, at all he just said we don't like y'all <laughs> and y'all need to give us our country back and stop acting like y'all about to do something that's basically what he said and even with the women, he's when the lady asked him about being sexist, he's, he's saying crazy stuff to her. So, I think right. it's just like that or that old Michael Douglas movie. Uh, what was that uh, about the white dude who just freaks out and starts killing people?
2: Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, uh, I like that movie? Down. I know, I, Man, I'm I can't remember the name down. of that movie. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. It's that kind
3: of feeling where they're like, oh, the world's, you know... Co- being taken away from us and we've got to, you know, even with the Al-Qaeda, you got all the, even with all that, it's like, oh, as a straight white male, like, I I mean, I got this angst that I need to express. And he's the person who's right out out there now just saying what they really want to say. And it's not, they don't care that he don't have a political issue because I don't think they're taking him seriously at this point. Uh, Like I said, never, you know, never say never, but you know, I think once we get to serious candidates and further down in the process, he'll be eliminated. But he may be the Democrats' best friend if he runs independently, right? Yeah. And the <laughs> oh, he Republican is. Vote. Trust me. Trust so me. you know that might be a good he thing runs for us. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. But I think it's really just that angst that, you know, I'm tired of y'all talking about Black Lives Matter and making fun of uh, All Lives Matter and all that craziness. And I want to say that, you know, white men still running this. And that's really what it's
2: about. That's his campaign. Yeah, he don't care. I mean, he don't. The But, I mean, to be fair to Donald Trump, he's never cared. So, that's like right. that's nothing new. So, like, what what is really no. surprising to me is that you know, like, and I heard I have I, I, been listening to this uh, back and forth about you know his stance with women and stuff like that, and I'm like, mm-hmm. y'all surprised? Like, he, he's never. I mean, he don't care about no women. He doesn't care much. Right, about and the that's what old girl was money. trying to say. She
3: was bringing up his history, and he was like, "What are you talking
2: about?" <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> yeah, they were bringing, they were saying like, you, "Your history says that I shouldn't vote for you." So, what are you trying to say? He was like, right. you just must be bleeding or something." What, whatever he said,
2: I'm like, "Really?" Man, he 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 has uh, he has the angst of a person. Like at one point during the uh, during the uh, debate the other night, I thought he was going to be like, like she asked him a question, and I really thought his answer was going to be like, "Yeah, and." <laughs>
4: pretty much. That's has his that mentality. his mentality the whole
2: time he's on mentality. the podium. That's what the whole time. Right. The whole time. Right. So, and you know, and it's to the point. I think, D, you touched on a good point. Like, it's to the point now where other Republican candidates they're scared to like talk about him. Like, nobody wants to go at it. And I'm like, you know. Anybody that goes at him, I mean, what do you have to? Especially if you're behind him at this point. If you're far down the line behind him, what do you have to lose? But I think what, because no, they don't know what he's left. gonna say,
3: he,
0: he well, might
2: wear well, well, their
3: laundry.
0: Another thing, no Vinny, what I what I think is going on with them, also Kyle and Vinnie, I think that everybody who normally runs for president, they have their their steady in their ways. They're they're yeah. always going to say the right things. They're going to say the political thing. And Donald's coming out of far left field, and the other candidates are so shook that in order they feel like in order for them to even get to him, they might have to step out of character. But that's not their game. Mm. So it's, right. it's very uncomfortable for them. Whereas he's extremely comfortable being a jackass. He's so comfortable right. that he's like, "I dare you! I dare you to come on this field and try my game. I will heat you up." But all the other people around him. Who don't like the, the the gay situation, the flag coming down in South Carolina, the Black Lives Matter, the Tapu Challenge, they're all behind him. They're like, please say it again, please and he is daring anybody who's running a regular political race to step outside their boundaries and come on his field. I mean the dude said John McCain is not a real hero. Who
2: said <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean who like
0: says it? When, when
2: you go when you go at John McCain, I mean I don't I didn't vote for McCain. I, I don't agree with John McCain's policies, but I would never come out of my mouth bad about John McCain as a war hero because that's what he is. And he fought, you know, like a, alongside of a, a thousands of others, you know, for our freedom. So I will I give John McCain that much respect as a as a as a war veteran and as a man. But I mean, he just really just pissed on John McCain like he was a nobody, like he was a poop butt. Really? Really? That was funny. Mm-hmm. That much. was funny. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Uh, man, and I think deep down, Democrats are laughing because they know that whoever they roll out, they could take them. Uh, they could take Trump. So I personally, I don't think Trump is going to last that long. I think at some point in time, he's going to have to talk about issues. And when it's time to talk about issues, he's not going to have anything to say. Um, well, phone to, call to in. be oh, fair, phone first, I'm sorry. go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, right. to be
0: fair, I'll, I'll be quite honest. To be fair, the, the first time Obama ran, I didn't just his policies. I just voted because he was black. There, I said it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I ain't even going to lie. Oh, I didn't know man, I didn't man. know one platform. I didn't know one platform you stood on. All I know was he was black, and I voted for him and was proud of
2: him. <laughs> so, we exist. There you have it. Yeah, there I mean, it goes both ways. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Phone number to call in, 347-215-7162. Again, 347-215-7162. Tonight's topic, in the news, we got three microphones, three great minds, three sets of strong-minded opinions. Got D. Love Hall and my man Vince rocking with me up until 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Pass the word, tell a friend, tell a friend. The boys are back on the air again. Um, next question uh, there's been a rash I mean like there's we live in a violent nation let's just keep it real um, and there's been a probably since I don't know probably in the last 5 maybe 10 years there's been a ton of these mass shootings Now, I feel bad for mass shootings just as I would Johnny down the street getting shot um but my question is and I'll start first with you D with so many recent mass shootings uh what do you think can be done to help prevent what we keep seeing played out over and over and over again I mean they shoot people up in the movie theaters for crying out loud
0: wow you know that's a phenomenal question Kyle and um I gotta be honest man I I I don't know if there's an answer, because I there, I know there's a certain faction of people that are going to scream, gun control, gun control, gun control. However, most, in most cases, the cats that got guns, the criminals that got guns, aren't doing it legal way anyway. So how do you prevent right. them from getting their hands on firearms just because of a law, if they're not following the law in the first place to get that weapon? So it kind of makes it tough to try to you know police that. You can... You, you can get your hand on a weapon if you want to get your hands on a weapon the law is not going to stop that and then you got you know there's people that got so much built up hate within them man and it's i don't know i really don't know what we can do about that i gotta be honest man if there's a program that can that can stop this or that can help curve it a little bit i would love to hear about it but you can't really all these guys aren't crazy all these guys aren't out of their minds. Some of these guys are, they're thinking these things. They're well thought through. And they can play right. that card to get the court that they were crazy at the time, whatever, whatever. But some people just are designed in this world to hurt other people. That's just the way they are. And they, they have a lot of angst, a lot of built-up anger and rage. And they don't have any other way to get it out other than to hurt other people. So I just don't know, man. I, I, I've i really thought about that for a long time because I was, I'm, 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 I'm kind of shook myself when it comes to like going out to the movies now. It, it, you should never be worried about going to the movies. But right, right, right. So, they military style now. They going up in the movie theater, they bucking up the whole theater, and it's like, how do you how do you prevent that unless, you know, you got to put, you know, I guess metal detectors in every theater, but then what does that do for the school shooting? What does that do for drive-by shooting? What does that do for church shooting? You know, they're, they're, I don't know if there's one general answer that can stop this, but... If there is one, I wouldn't even try to add to it. I would just listen and let it soak in and just, you know what, well, thank you for somebody putting it out there because I have no idea, man. Yeah, that's
2: it, – it's – man, it, it's so many levels. So what about you, Vince? Um, what do you think we could do to to kind of curb these uh, mass shootings? Because like D said, everybody's not crazy.
3: No, everybody's not crazy. That's, that's for sure. I think, though, that – You'll find that a lot of them do have some mental health issues that weren't, you know, diagnosed or were, they were passed passed on and not taken seriously at some point. Uh, but I think you gotta you gotta address it in in various levels. You gotta address yes the gun control. You gotta say you gotta put in there that hey, you know, if you got a gun, there's no you know there's no leniency. You gotta you gotta do this long big you gotta go to jail I know I know we did that with the with the drugs and all that and that put a whole bunch of people away but um, I think that's just one aspect I think you got to do the mental health aspect you gotta make sure people get diagnosed properly and treated properly and, and that's kind of taken seriously um, but other than that I think one of the other things you, you really have to look at is the imagery that that is that a lot of people see on in tv and movies and in the visuals and the uh, music and everything like that um yes that is not a, a cause but i think there's so many people who are are insecure that they are copycats of what some they see somebody else doing and so right. once they see that they don't have a, a mind to come up with a a, a good solution for their problems and there's nobody out there really helping them along and so that's what they saw happen they said hey you look good he shot 20 people in the movie theater let me go do that he got his name on the news he was on the news I can do that too and um, I don't know I mean I don't know if any of it will work I, you know we we don't know but I think we have to try a little bit of everything I don't think there's a one magic button or solution that'll, that'll work but you just gotta try a little bit of everything and, and, you know, it's worth it to keep trying until you figure it out.
2: Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I, I think, um, I think both of you touched on some great points, man. I think it's, um, and like you said, D, I think most people will yell gun control and, and I'm, I'm all for gun control, but I'm also for, you know, the right to bear arms. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a total believer in that, that you, you have the right to bear arms. um, but here's the thing. I, I think a Glock is more than enough, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you which what, what kind of gun you need to get. Mm-hmm. But a Glock, a 22, 38, 45, you know, nine, whatever, whatever you want. Those kind of gun handguns, fine. Semi-auto because the like you said, the these and you could I know you can speak to this because you were in the military, and you've handled guns. You know, I, I mean. When you got people coming up in movie theaters with AK-47s, I mean, unless somebody in the movie theater has a gun too, you're not coming up out of there, you know, or wherever else. And, I, and I, I'm not, and what's, what's weird is that, man, I went to the movies, um, it was about two week, three weeks ago. And like I sat down, me and the wife, my daughter. And like yo, the, that's the first thing that I thought when I sat. Now we were in a movie theater where I mean we went to go see a kids movie, so there was nobody in there. It was like two other families. But that's the first thing that I thought. I'm like yo, this is bugged out. Like I never sat in a movie theater and thought like yo, know, I wonder if somebody gonna come in here with a gun. I mean like I shouldn't. I, I'm supposed to be able to go to the movie theaters to get away. I know right. you know it's it's something that's happened here twice. Um, but still, man, that's crazy. I mean, guys shot up the the, the army recruiting uh, place or whatever. You know, do you think we need to go around, you know, with, carry, you know, with licenses to conceal, with, with concealed weapons? Do you think that brings more violence? If we like all we don't live around, in the Wild West. <laughs> we don't. You know, but I think the thing, the thing that makes it tough, Vince, is that you know, people that are for the NRA or work with the NRA—it's not their—it's not their friends and family members that are getting killed in these mass shootings. Right, right. I think that's where that's where the the, 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 the problem comes in. D, so, like I said, you—I know you've been, you know, in the military, handled guns. Am I off base in saying that we should put a limit on the kind of guns you should have?
0: Oh, no question. I've, I've always wondered how and why would someone sell an assault rifle in America? Like, what's the point of selling that? I, I, I understand that people, you know, I I own handguns. I own handguns for my own personal life. I don't, I don't take them out of the house unless I go to the range. That's the only time I take them out the house. But I know people hunt and people do recreational things with their weapons. But when you talk about assault rifles, AK-47s, M16s, M80s, Like, why are those sold in store? Like, what's the point of selling that? You can go to Walmart and buy a shotgun, but you can't go buy a CD with cuss words on it. That's one of the most backwards things I could possibly tell you. You cannot go and buy a Jay-Z album and hear the cuss words on it, but you can go buy a assault rifle from Walmart. And they can't tell you why they do that, but they do it. I mean, I just don't understand why they do that. Another thing I don't understand, as far as, like, guns and violence and things of that nature, like... I know that every state is going to have their own set of laws, but there should be a universal law nationwide when it comes to gun violence. Like, you got guys in certain states that kill people and they get the death penalty income. And then you got this cat that going through a movie theater and kill multiple people, injures 70 people, and they say, well, I don't think that's enough for the death penalty. How can that not be yeah, enough for yeah. the death penalty? You know I'm, I, I'm not I mean, saying that they that. should die. I'm not it. saying that anybody should die. You know what I'm saying? That's not my that's not my point. But the thing is, how is it that if he if he didn't deserve it, how can anybody in America deserve it? I don't understand that.
2: Uh, yeah, that that part I didn't understand. I mean, and and you know what, I didn't really. I'll be honest. I did not watch a lot of the, the. I didn't watch any of the trial. I would see you know little updates and stuff from the news, but. The thing that kind of had me confused was, like, when they convicted him, like, okay, yeah, he got convicted. Okay, cool. So I just automatically assume, like, he's going to get the death penalty. I mean, like you said, 12 people killed, 70 injured. How do you not give that guy the death penalty? So if he walks, you know, what, what does that say for the next person? God forbid that there's somebody else or this, this happens again. So... I don't know man I, I'm, I'm like I said I'm all for protecting myself and you know if you come come in my house and harm or hurt mine you, you gonna have to get dealt with but like you said I'm not I'm not trying to take it out in the mall and shoot somebody just because of my stepped in my Jordan you know so um I think it's interesting man I, I, I'm I'm and I think as we talk and we move forward in this political arena these are some of the issues, because you know, th- these are the things that you want to hear the candidates, Republican, Democrat, Independent, talk about. Because these things affect us. I could give a shit about Hillary Clinton's emails. Because that's not going to help me. You know what I'm saying? Really? What's going to help really? me is what she, how she feels about gun control, what she feels about the educational system, those type of things. Same for Bernie Sanders, or whomever. Um, so that that's where I think we should be. Now, of course, you know, everybody's not where we should be, but we'll see. Um, phone number to call in, 347-215-7162. Again, 347-215-7162. Got a lot of comments coming in Twitter and Facebook. Keep the comments coming. One uh, well, man, um, DS Rock said on Twitter, he said, with all that money all these years, and dude has yet to fix that hair Oh man! Keep the comments coming. Three four seven two one five seven one six two. Um, next topic, man. William Cosby, Cos. <laughs> Mr. Joe oh, putting himself, man. <laughs> pop. Um, we all know there's been, bro. I can't even remember how many women has come forward. I think it's up to like thirty five now. Um, women have I think the whole Dallas
3: with, Cowboys came for it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know like
2: a damn team. And, and, I, and I've said this before. We didn't really get into it a lot on, on this show, but I've said it privately and publicly. I think I think you can't have 35 women saying the same thing with the same story and it not be true. There has to be some validity to it. Um, Where That being said, um, Bill Cosby, man, you uh, he is, and by no means I'm not. Am I? Am I trying to kill him off? But I mean, Bill Cosby's up there in age, man. And, and I started thinking about like his legacy, man. Um, D, man, what, what do you think? When it's all said and done, what do you think will be Bill Cosby's legacy?
0: Oh my God. Okay, let me let me start by saying this. I have purposely avoided this. I, I haven't talked about this anywhere on Twitter on Facebook I'm sorry I have talked about it with my father because he had some insight on the old Bill Cosby. so I have talked about it but I, I try not to talk about this too much because I would love to say I'm disappointed I would love to say it but when William started talking trash about lower income black people
3: yeah yeah
0: yeah, he, he lost me back then I mean I'm not.
3: Mm-hmm. just
0: if, if we want to focus on the show, just the Cosby show, that was a fantastic image for Black America. I would give him that. That show, that eight-year span, was a phenomenal session for Black people. However, the person that he is, the things that he said, I know he's, he's donated money to charities, he's spoken at, at places, he's you know, given his insight to things, but his condescending tone towards Black issues never sat well with me Now, i don't say that to say that i'm happy that this happened or i'm thrilled that it happened or none of that i'm not i'm not saying that but i wasn't a fan of william cosby the man for a long time now so disappointment is not the word i would use um as far as his his legacy i i tend to avoid that word as well i don't like the word legacy because it just it's so overused nowadays for every little thing. Like, what's, what's Drake's legacy going to be? What's LeBron's legacy going to be? Like, dude, they're fucking 30, 22 years old. I don't, yeah, don't yeah, want but, to talk but, about but,
2: that. But, 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 D, this guy's like eight. And, again, I'm not trying to kill off Bill Cosby, but he's on the downside of life, relatively speaking.
0: Well, I mean, you're, you're correct. I, I, I'll say that he 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 will he, he has earned the right to, earn, to have a legacy. What it's going to be is probably that of an old, dirty bastard. I mean, he everything, allegedly, allegedly everything that he did was when he was younger, back in his younger days, but we didn't hear about it until now, when he's an old right. man. And like you said, where there's smoke, there's fire. I was one of those guys that when the stories first started breaking, I'll admit, I was one of those guys that was like, eh, I don't know, y'all. I don't want to just make him guilty just because somebody said it. I'm not like that. I'm just not going to, because certain people said it, I'm not going to do it. But once the deposition came out that he tried to shut it down a couple years back, like he didn't want that to come out, I was like, oh, now that's different. That is different than just, you know, random women coming out. And I, I try not to say nothing about this because I know how certain women feel about the rape culture. Like, if you don't automatically agree that somebody got raped, then you're bashing women and keeping them in the dark. That's not my point. I, I don't I don't that that topic is one of the most sensitive topics that I avoid because there's really no to me, there's no right answer to that. If a woman says she's raped, I can't automatically believe her just because she said it. But I don't discredit her either. It's just I just don't say anything. I just kinda sit back and wait for the for the fact. And I'm right. sorry that I feel that way, but I can't just automatically say that she said it is true because women have said things in the past and men have said things in the past that weren't true. And when it came to life, some people that were so hung-ho in the beginning had to fall back. Like, oh, my bad. I didn't really know. I probably just, I, a.k.a. Jill Scott. So you just have to fall back and kind of wait for the facts to happen. Bill and his legacy is going to be that of an older ambassador. Whenever people start thinking about him, unfortunately, some people are going to wipe the memory clean of that show. They're going to wipe it clean. Because it was such a positive thing and it was so influential that some people feel fooled by that show. The show to me should stand on its own on merit. But because right. he he is visual he, he at some point he was visioned as America's dad. Not America's right, black right, dad. Right, right, right. He was visual as America's dad. And there are some people who are not going to let that go easily. Unfortunately and fortunately for myself, I wrote him off years ago when he was talking down about lower class and some middle class people. So his legacy to me, old, dirty bastard.
2: <laughs> and not the rapper. Not the rapper. Right, right, right. Shout out to the right. Um What about you, Vince? Uh, and this is, you know, to be honest, man, this is, well, you know, I'm I, before I start on mine, let, let me get Vince. Vince, what, what's your take on it, man? Bill Cosby's legacy, man, Uh, where do you think (sighs) it ends up being? His legacy
3: is trash at this point. I mean, because it's, what have you done for me lately? And right now, that's the last thing that's on people's mind. Now, if this stuff had came out in the 50s or 60s or whatever, it happened, and he had, you know, done his penance then and then, got forgiven, and then the Cosby Show came on after that, well, then, you know, you you have a redemption story, but that's not what we have at this point because we have a man at least in his 70s or however old he is still in denial and not being forthright about what what he's done or what he's been accused of doing. And, yes, I'm assuming that he's done it because, like you said, not that many people come out and say you did something and you didn't do it. It, it, it back, it's too many people. If it was three or four, okay, maybe I'd question a couple. But he and he passed Tiger Woods status at this point <laughs> with all the women that came out the closet on the Tiger. But I mean his 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 legacy is gone really. And the bad part about that is, you know, like, like D was saying, all the good that he did with the show and different world and how many, you know, people he got to, you know, go to black colleges based off that is you know, all that legacy, it, it lives within us who were influenced by it. But right. you still now have that bitter taste in your mouth about it because you're like, this dude really was selling us this, he was selling us something that's attainable and is real, because we know that from experience, but he his hands were dirty while he was doing it. And so it's like, you know, as uh, Chris Rock said about being black in America, it's like that uncle that molested you as a kid but paid your way through college. You don't know how to look at him. Like, you, yeah, I wouldn't be able to make my living if it wasn't for you, but you did do something dirty. And um, so I don't know. I mean, good old Bill is, is not good old Bill no more. He's, he's Like he said, he's a dirty old man. And, you know, that's, that's what I will think of him, you know, especially with the fact that he's not being forthright at this point just say hey I did this when I was younger you know I made a mistake I shouldn't have you know I acted in a way I shouldn't have been acting and keep it moving and you know people would have I'm not saying people would forgive but I respect you a little bit more be right. honest up front about what you've done uh, and I think you know without doing that he, it's, it's trash and he's contributing to making it trash
2: yeah that's 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 a that's a good point man i think um you know what both of you hit some great points um here's my take man i let me me go back much like D, I I tried not to really get into it publicly a lot um i learned i learned something from and i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna take it back but i'm gonna bring it back i learned something from tupac uh I was a huge Tupac fan. And at the time that Tupac died, I was actually mad at Tupac. I mean, like me and Tupac are boys or something. But anyway, <laughs> I, was, I was actually mad at Tupac. And then when he died, I kind of felt some kind of way because I never really got a chance to like let what I was holding against him let it go before he passed. And which bring me, brings me to Bill Cosby. Much like D, I did, I really the the campaign that the smear campaign that Bill Cosby was on these last five ten years really bothered the hell out of me. I mean, like, and I really didn't like Bill Cosby because I mean, the, some of the stuff that he was saying was true, but I'm like, dude, you are. On your moral high horse. Some of the issues, I mean, here's the thing, like when Bill Cosby had the Cosby show running, you would have never heard him come out against black America. And I'm not saying some of the things that he didn't say was true, but he talked in such a condescending manner. It just really kind of fed the people who didn't like our issues or, or us as a people. It gave them even more gusto to say, well, yeah, well, Bill Cosby talks down to black uh-huh. people, so we should too. Uh-huh. You know, that kind of thing. So Ooh. I really didn't like that. Which brings me to these stories. Um, when I heard them, I, again, I wasn't going to jump out there and just publicly defend them like Jill Scott did. But where there's, I kept saying where there's smoke, there's fire. You don't have 10 women saying the same thing. And then the number went from 10 to 15. Then from 15 to 30. Now it's like up to 45 everybody's not lying. And, and at this point, and I, I tweeted this out one day, and that was about the most I said, at this point, I don't see how anybody can defend Bill Cosby. When the word came out that he admitted to drugging women in his, in his uh, deposition, uh-huh. I mean, that was to me, that was a nail in the coffin. Now, I think it doesn't change what he did. He did a lot of great things, even outside of the show his philanthropy his efforts to uplift the black community and minorities in general i mean he's done way more with his time and his money than most of us have that being said his legacy is tarnished man i mean because this will always be mentioned with bill cosby always and there's no way that he can get around it um you know and like i said he's on the downside and i'm like again i'm not trying to kill him but um you know, it's his, there's no way that you could talk about Bill Cosby without mentioning these allegations. And if people have, if 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 they can work some things out, we could see a situation where Bill Cosby is standing before a a, a judge, you know, testifying in another uh, deposition because now they're coming for the throat and. To be honest, I I can't feel sorry for him. I just don't, you know. And I'm not mad at him anymore. But hey, man, it is what it is. And I I saw a lot of people saying, well, the media's out to get Bill Cotton. No, no, no. You can't blame the media on this one. Forty women? Nah, dog. It's not forty women. The media <laughs> the media can't find forty women to throw dirt on. If it was two women, that'd be different. Forty? Nah, bro. I can't let you go with that. Um, which leads me to my next question, and then we're gonna jump to the phone line. Um, and I'll throw this to Vince. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Bill Cosby, the Cosby Show. Obviously, we we all know that the Cosby Show was in syndication. Uh, yep. subsequently, I think after this this thing came out with the uh, deposition. The few stations that were showing the Cosby Show reruns
3: just mm-hmm. fell
2: off. I mean, everybody pulled their pulled the Cosby Show. And keep in mind that the people, not just Bill Cosby, but the people on the show, the Malcolm Jamal Warners, the Keisha Knight Pulliams, the Tempest Bledsoes, the Felicia Rashad of the world, they were getting paid. I mean, like making almost. I mean, some of them probably making north of a million dollars. Off the syndication of this show annually, what? and I'll start with Vince. What do you think should happen to the Cosby Show reruns that were in syndication?
3: Uh, I don't. I don't think it should be on air. I don't think it should be on air. Not right now. Now it may come back down the line. Some people have forgotten this, and been another generation, So they might bring it back for nostalgia sake. Um, but I also have to say. I can turn on the TV at any point and see a Woody Allen movie. So, hey, right. that, there's a double standard there as well. But, I mean, it's like, I, I feel no sympathy for the people not getting big checked. I really don't. I'm sorry. But, because, like, if if me, you, and D is on the team, and D missed the free throw, we all lose. Yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah, miss true, the free throw. True. You didn't miss the free throw. <laughs> missed it, right. we lose. He on the team. And if he mess up, hey, it go down like that. That's just what it is. Um, I mean, you know, it's not any of their fault. I feel bad that, you know, that it all had to happen. But you've been getting checks for what well, the Cougars should have been off since the early 90s, right? Yeah. They been getting them checks for a minute. I'm straight.
2: Uh, they good. They good.
3: Keep <laughs>
2: Oh, man, what about you, D? Uh, What should happen to the shows that are in syndication, man, or that were in syndication?
0: (laughs) Well, um, first of all, I still watch the show. Let me just say that. Um, It's on Hulu Plus. I still watch the show. But I watch for the most selfish reason that you could possibly think of. I watch to see if I can see signs of him doing this back then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be
0: honest with you all. I watch, and, and the funny thing is, I was watching, I think, sometime last week, and um, it don't have commercials anymore on Hulu. It goes straight through, and I was like, ah, they pulled advertising on Hulu, so it's gonna be gone pretty soon on Hulu, too. But I do okay. watch just to see if he shows signs back then. Now, as far as the syndication and, and, and that... I mean, yo, he's hot right now, yo. He's very hot. You have to pull that show because even though he did things before and after the show, he is widely known for that show. And people are, you know, people really love him for that show. And I think a part of the reason why some of us was like, eh, kind of iffy about the whole thing is because of the show. We don't know him. We don't know him like that. We don't hang out with him, and, and and hung out with him back in the '60s and all that. We don't know him like that. We know the show persona, so it kind of right. what may have been the reality that was being presented before us. Because I know for me, I'm just I'm, let me let me speak for myself. For me, a, a big part of it was uh, this dude was America's dad. He can't be doing that. He couldn't have done that. But I'm not discrediting those ladies. But I need to see some proof. And a lot of it was because of that show. I don't know him. So because of that show and because of the severity of the charges, them pulling that show was the right thing to do. And to disagree with Vince slightly, I don't think they should ever bring it back. I just don't. It's just, it's it's a part of American history, no doubt. But, nah, I think they should go ahead and leave it off because it's, it's everything about him is now tainted. Everything. He could have been using that show, you know, just to, for 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 leverage, right? You know, and and and, is, and according to some of those ladies, he did use that as leverage yeah, that he, did, he did. Game, you know, So we so in that case, that's a horrible memory for those victims that he did. That oh game. no question,
2: no question. You
0: can't bring it back on that on on that alone. You can't bring it back. You just leave it off the. Head. And you know what? If they never bring it back, I'll be okay. I got Martin over here on DVD. I'm good. <laughs>
2: man shout out to uh dimensional mystic in the chat room they said uh they said they don't play fat, Bal- fat Albert fat out but a little brother i mean little bill anymore either wow i, um, what? <laughs> I love little bill too um all my kids grew up on little bill um here's the thing man and and both of you had, had, had some great points and i really don't have much to add i think we have to be able to Separate Cliff Huxtable from Bill Cosby. We knew Cliff Huxtable. I mean, when I saw episodes of the Cosby show, I said, you know what? I want to be just like him. I wanna be, I wanna have that kind of marriage. I want to have these kind of interactions with my kids. And I'm gonna be honest: the images along with the images that I saw in my own house, with my father and my uncles that's the image that I, I saw as a father that I wanted to be father and a husband and so I've a lot of what I've you know kind of attained I pattern that after that but that's Cliff Huxtable a, ficti- a, a a fictional character you know doesn't cut doesn't bleed doesn't you know doesn't die anything like that Bill Cosby I don't know Bill Cosby I just don't you know, so that being said, given the fact that I don't know Bill Cosby, I can't, I, I can't be attached to him like I was Cliff Huxtable. I would love to see these episodes stay on the air because I think they're important. I mean, like there are a lot of times where my wife and I'll be talking and we'll and we'll just bust, we we'll Hey, you remember the episode where Theo did this? And, you know, or, or we'll or we'll say have a little saying that we remember from certain shows, and the Cosby shows spawn a different world, which is one of my all-time favorite shows. One of the reasons why I went to HBCU, because I saw it on TV. Um, but, I think if you bring it back, and that's a big if, you gotta bring it back after Bill dies. Like, you, you, you can't have him walking around getting a check and have these episodes planned. So, and that's unfortunate because I think you know now, outside of the last probably two seasons, which I personally think sucked, it was one of the greatest things on TV ever for me. But this is tough, man. I feel bad for the cast, and they've stuck by him. But like you said, the dirty old bastard, man. That's what he, he was, <laughs> and I feel I feel bad for the women because they have to live with this. You know, this this story will fade out of the headlines. Bill Cosby, much like all of us, will die at some point. But they have to live with this for the rest of their lives. And that's not cool. And that's not funny. There's no joke about it or anything like that. Um, so yeah, it, it's 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 crazy, man. Crazy. Uh three four seven two one five seven one six two. Keep the comments coming. Three four seven two one five seven one six two. Let's jump to the phone lines. Let's go to V8. We got my boy, the 6th man, my man Q. Q, what up, man?
3: Yo, yo, what's good, Cal?
2: Chilling, man. Thanks for waiting on me. I, I knew I was trying to get to you. Thanks for holding.
3: No, you good, man. Just are talking. Joining um, the show,
2: basically, just listening. You know, I had some
3: spare time. Usually, I don't, we only uh, do the hip-hop shows. I was like, you know, let me just listen to some other stuff. So I was like, all right, check it out. So, just for like, you know, off the first couple topics, you know, just quick thoughts and then I'll get to this Bill Cosby thing. Quick thoughts on Donald Trump and whatnot. Um, Like I said, man, you know, America, America's full of idiots, man. America likes surface level (laughs) things. America right now on the Republican side, they want to hear surface level politics, They want to hear someone who's going to regurgitate everything they yell at President Obama when he's making his speeches. You're an idiot. You're tearing this country apart. You're letting the illegals come in and take our jobs. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of inconsistencies and fallacies that mean nothing and are completely false. So it's just like, you know, they, they just love that stuff. So Trump regurgitates that, and they like that. So they see someone who is the, basically the same spitting image as, as them, and they have the same viewpoint. So that's, you know, Trump, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. He could he could go all the way. But I don't think he'll make mm. it to the White House, but he could go all the way, because people would have to say the same thing about Ronald Reagan. I don't know if y'all remember. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, they said the same thing about Reagan. And, oh, this is this is just a joke. This is, this is the guy who had the cowboy show, man. You know, he's crazy. He's never been married, you know. And then guess what happened? 1980 got it so that's that um gun control i've always said that we're the only country in you know the modern world that you know has electricity and all these different things uh the best getting modernized industrial country we're the only country that is 20 times more likely to be killed by firearms than any other country the nearest country that had deaths last year, I think we had over, like, 300 deaths, man, related to firearms just these last three months. And countries like Japan and Paris and Germany, they don't even exceed into the 80s and 90s. They just stay at, like, probably, like, 25, 25 deaths. It's crazy, man, you know, like, you, you don't need an AR-15 to walk into a target. I think that the country is right. way too obsessed and we worship firearms so much to the point that we're not even seeing that our children and our just regular everyday citizens have to walk into a movie theater and keep their eye on the exit just in case some shit pops off or they have to walk into a target in case some shit pops off or children have to think in the back of their minds okay so some lunatic runs up in here with a fucking AK-47 how am I gonna hit the nearest exit and run home? Because I'm not gonna be a victim. That's what, like, I thought about these things. I've been in school, and every time you know they were talking about the whole, um, you know, the uh, Aurora shooting in the movie theater and those little children who got killed, and I forget it, it might have been Colorado or Connecticut. Um, I think about those things. I'm like, yo, some dude runs up in here. How am I gonna get out? Every kid I talk to, I have done a study on this in my school, and they've all thought about this. And this is the type of country that you want to raise your children in? It's crazy. So that's my two thoughts on that. And for Bill Cosby, this is what the meat of what I wanted to talk about. There's some good points being brought up. Um, You know, I think the number of women that have accused him are up to 46, 47. Three just came out yesterday. Uh, Three three new women just came out yesterday. Bill Cosby's a, a... He's way past serial rap- rapist. He's in the hall of fame for rape right now. Um, dude is first ballot because it's ob- it's absolutely disgusting. Um, it's disgusting from just the allegations. Uh, but you right. know, as a, as a black person, you know, I think we all um, we all we reserve judgment because we've seen this movie before. The first two girls came out. Right, and we're like, right, right. Oh, 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 here we go. Same shit they try to do to Michael Jackson. Same shit they try to do to all our heroes. They try to take us down. You know, it's kind of like what Kendrick was talking about. I always like to tie this in. When shit hits the fan, are you still a fan? So it's right, like right. we all, you know, seen this movie before, man. It, it done this to every single star that we have. So we didn't believe it. This is America's dad. Like, I grew up on Lil' Bill. I wanted to go to an all-black college because of Different World. I was going to, but, you know, the way this money worked out. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's very, it's very, very saddening to me that this happened because on one hand, like you said, we have to separate Bill Cosby and then we have to separate the work that he's done. Bill Bill Cosby, the man, Bill Cosby, the man is a straight dickhead. Like he's a piece of shit, but the work that he's done, the comedian He's he's top three comedian of all time. He's up there with Pryor. He's up there with Eddie Murphy. There's no question. No one's going to question that ever. He's in that Hall of Fame. When his philanthropy is questioned, you can't question that. He sent people to college. He's paid for tuition. He's built rec centers. He's got people to where they need to be. But when you look at him as a man, the fact that he looked in the camera and said, black people, you all need to pull your pants up. Well, Bill Cosby, you didn't you, you <laughs> didn't pull your pants up. What, what, what the yeah, fuck are you talking up? up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you need to pull your pants up. But you are looking in the camera and you, you know, giving ammo to Bill O'Reilly and all those dumb fucks over at Fox News, and yet you want to look at us and say, "See, black people are the only reason black people can't get ahead. It's not because of systematic racism. It's not because of." Uh, laws that are in place, not because of barriers that I said, not because of laws that you can't get in, into, into the suburbs easily in a white man. It's crazy. Like it, he looked at us like we were, well, y'all, some just some random n- 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 niggas, man. Y'all just some niggas, and I'm Bill Cosby. Y'all need to listen to me. I hated uh-huh. that. I I, I ran, despise ran, ran, that. Ran. I despise that mentality. But when you look at the work that he's done, I can't say that. I look at it any different because every artist has their flaws and even though this is a heinous flaw the work that he's done is not gonna it's not gonna take away from the fact that Kyle it made you want to go to HBCU or it made me want to be a better person in school when I was watching Little Bill I remember the very first lesson when someone talks about you, makes fun of you what do you say just say so so? <laughs> I hate your so I hate the way that you talk. So, you know what I'm saying? Like those are, those are lessons that he taught the black community. And those are things that he's done for black community. But then on the other side, there's Bill Cosby, the man who's just a dickhead. Like he's like, he's a terrible person. But then there's the person that we all know from TV. And I think we had to learn right. to differentiate that. And the course of action that I would take if I was the you know news stations and I was the TV stations and stuff like that, I would just let it go, man, because these women have been through so much trauma. And for anyone who knows someone who's been sexually abused or anything, it's not a light topic to talk about. You got to walk on eggshells when you're talking about those type of things. So just for them to be women and having been raped, and having to click through their TV uh, channels and see this man on there talking about black people to pull their pants up, and then you click to the next channel and, and you see him being you know the upstanding dad. It's like right. seeing Dr. Jekyll and Mister Hyde. It's like no, I know who the real you is. So for all those who are saying, "Oh, how come they didn't come out sooner?" You look so foolish. You 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 look so foolish because. It's completely insensitive to the women who were raped to say, oh, I don't believe it because they should have came out 40 years ago. You don't get to tell someone how to heal when they've been raped. Like, do you realize what rape is? Rape is taking someone's power away from them. Rape is the ability to not only overpower someone physically, but you take what they have mentally and say that you're not a person you're a thing that i use so for 40 years these women had to sue on this they had to stew on this and they took him to court multiple times and he silenced them with money he silenced them with whatever they asked for and now that it's out us as people we need to just let bill cosby go man and when the time is right the show will come back on and we can take those lessons and look at cliff huxtable as a fictional character because Bill Cosby, the man, what he portrayed to us was a fictional character. That's not the man that he was. So I don't know how to really, you know, sum it all all up. But just we need to just take a minute, let these women heal, take the show off the air, take it off the websites and whatnot. If you want to go watch it for free and whatnot, that's fine. But take it off the Hulu and just let these women heal. When he dies, bring it
2: back. And I don't, I really don't know what else to say, man no doubt hey man hey as always cute. thanks for calling in and bringing that funk appreciate it man
3: of course man oh yeah real quick man just real quick one second Um, the uh for Tuesday for Tuesday you know that Mike Scott is facing up to 25 years
2: oh no I didn't know that I, I knew yeah, he got arrested yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was facing yeah, 25 years
3: that Molly man. and oh. that uh, and the weed yeah he yeah, was doing he some distribution everything. yeah he was like <laughs> right head. right <laughs> oh man, his brother didn't know. Yeah, he ain't know though, wow. but it's all good though. All right, man, I'm gonna check y'all. Hey,
2: no doubt. Thanks for calling in, Q. Appreciate it, brother. All right, man. See you. See. Shout out to my man Q, the six man. Uh, he is definitely an affiliate Dead End Sports. Uh, he calls in. Bill's in for us from time to time on Dead End Sports and he co-hosted it with me a couple of times on some hip-hop shows. We got a hip-hop show coming up at the end of the month um, that he actually wrote uh, wrote the whole thing. So I'm looking forward to doing that with him uh, at the end of this month. Uh, 646... I'm Damn, I'm about to give out the wrong phone number. 347-215. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I can without doing that. 347-215. 7, 7162 is the phone number to call. Um... I'm read back a couple of comments, man. Um, my girl Jazz on um, on Facebook, she said she don't want to see Bill Cosby on TV at all. Um, a couple of other people chimed in and said that they would like to see the episodes on TV. She said she don't want to see him at all. Um, so yeah, keep the comments coming. Three four seven two one five seven one six two. Um, next topic. D Love Hall. When you see the hashtag Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter,
0: uh-huh. what
2: comes to mind?
0: The first thing that normally comes to mind. Okay, okay, let me back up. Let me let me let me tell the truth here. <laughs> when I see the hashtag Black Lives Matter, honestly. Some part of me thinks bandwagon. Now let me try to explain this. Go ahead. I, I think that there's a lot of people, no, I should say a lot of people, I think there are some people who when, when, when a topic is hot and they see other people speaking on it in a certain way, they jump on that bandwagon and they say, yeah, 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 yeah. But if you look at their history or you check them out, you know them personally, you know that they really don't feel the way they claim they're feeling, but because it's a it's a popular topic, they'll they'll say that same thing. Like if you if you go and look through some people's I I don't want to say their well yeah their 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 Twitter posts or their their Facebook posts, they may say one or two things about oh another young unarmed person was killed, Black Lives Matter, but then their next 47 posts would be about either you know. Reality TV, um, their weave, um, the right. next shoes they bought—you know—they—they—they're they, they're way off topic when it comes to the subject of Black Lives Matter. But at the time, it's hot at that time, so I think a lot of people jump on that and they think because they throw that hashtag out there that that means they're supporting a cause. But it kind of takes more, just in my opinion, it takes more than just hashtagging a, a phrase and not doing anything else, not going any further. Like, do you know anything about these cases that's going on? Do you know why the situation happened? Do you know what led up to this situation happening? Do you know anything other than a policeman shot an unarmed person and they died? Do you know anything else about the situation? And in some cases, if you check some people, they don't know any more than that. So when I see the hashtag Black Lives Matter, I gotta be honest, I'm not really impressed anymore like I was at first. At first I was like, oh shit, Black solidarity. That's all right. People stepping up. They finally saying Mm -hmm. something. But then, like, when the momentum slows down, then, you know, they don't say the same thing. You you don't see that hashtag anymore. But the moment it becomes hot again, some of those people will say something else again, and then they'll go back to their regular lives. Like, I'm not saying that you got to 24-7 live a militant lifestyle. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're going to be the person or one of the people that actually has the courage to post something that includes Black Lives Matter— I think you should at least have some information on what's going on in more than just that one little piece of information on that one little case. And if you're not going to go any further than that, just my personal opinion, I think you should save your grandstand and and do it in front of your family and friends. Social media has given people a platform that I don't really like all the time because they don't really believe in the cause, so to speak. They don't really follow up with the cause. They, They just put a hashtag out there or put a one little story out there and that's it. And I don't really like that. I don't don't really appreciate people who do things like that. I want to have an open conversation with multiple people about the situation and find out what they know that I don't know, what I know that they don't know. Share information, spread it around. Let's get this thing rolling. But a lot of people, all they really want to do is they want to feel like a part of a movement when it's popular. But then when it's time to really get deep into it, they don't follow up. So the hashtag itself, that hashtag, it has been minimal to me. Because I just don't see people following through. Now, the cause, the actual cause of Black Lives Matter, that's a different scenario. That means a lot. I wish more people would actually be involved in the actual cause that we should matter more than just, I don't know, a vote. Or, or just public housing we should matter more than that but the actual hashtag I think that's been a fuse to the point to where when I see certain people do it now I scroll right on back because I know the next two posts are going to be about they're going to post a black <laughs> black people fighting you know they, they post people fighting blacks fighting each other or the little flag challenge. These little stupid ass challenges they post those little joints of videos are real funny but I don't know how you can say black lives matter in one post but then go around posting these world star posts or that little the mentally challenged dude the guiding dude I don't know how you post those posts but then say black lives matter you're mocking that to me you're mocking that mantra when you post that hashtag but then turn around and still post all the mockery and the foolishness that goes along with why some people think black lives don't matter
2: okay okay let's deep right there what about you Vince Uh, when you see hashtag hashtag black lives matter what comes to mind
3: Oh, man. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is, is, one, I was happy when I first saw it. You know, when it first started popping up. And uh, I saw that, you know, people decided to take the social media platform to kind of have something more to say than just, you know, you know what I did at the club or, or is lit at, uh, at so-and-so last week. Um, so I was happy to see that. And I, I think it's a great... Uh, not move the movement itself is great, but the hashtag I think was a great thing when it when it first started. Like D said, a lot of people kind of jump on the bandwagon anything that's trending on social media. So you see people posting stuff that, um, you know, you really like. Be are you really serious about what you're trying to say? But I kind of disagree with D a a little bit in that I still think it's important if you never post anything at all that if. When the time comes that you say something, um, Right. regardless of, of what you what you're you're doing all the other times of the year, I think um, I think when the time comes, it's important for you to step up and say something. Now you may not be at the front of the march, but everybody's got a a, a role to play and and a part to play. Um, so, but I think it's important that you do say something. And uh, so I'm I. I still embrace the hashtag when I see it. I, I think it's 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 a good thing and it's a a great thing to see young people who before it it appeared I really had no confidence that they were really uh, political or united or. About anything other than you know tight jeans and and uh, Lil Wayne lyrics or something like that. So <laughs> right. um, that that brought a sense of, of of confidence to me that they were they were about a lot of important issues and they were out to to try to do a lot of things because it was really the young people who really started that. People my age uh, would be classified as those bandwagon jumpers um, mm-hmm. as far as the hashtag is concerned. We may be involved in real life things in the movement and trying to uplift our communities but as far as that hashtag that, that's, a, that's a young people thing and mm-hmm. so, um, so I think it's an important thing and I, and I still embrace it and I think it's a, a, a powerful thing that can be used and it has a lot of potential to be used uh, and I think it has been in the last uh, year or so that it's been used in a, in a great way um, I think it may be time to graduate to something else I think it may have lived its life. That we, you know, there may be a new term, or a new phrase, or something else. Uh, maybe a, a, you know, a plan or something that goes along with that. Um, that that it's time for that to step forward, um, and the and the hashtag maybe it's time for it to, to kind of fade to the back. But uh, like I said, I still embrace it. and I think it's a. I think it's a good thing.
2: Yeah, I, I think. Um Much like you guys, when I initially saw it, I think seeing those, uh, the hashtag and then seeing the, uh, you know, the responses of people and the movement that was behind it uh, was very encouraging because, you know, for a long time, you know, we, we, and like you said, Vince, I think what really happened was we saw a, a movement from the youth. And we often, you know, kind of scoffed at the youth thinking that, you know, that they were just about other things and really not anything that they would actually stand up and fight for anything. Um, I think, um, I think now when I see it, I'm, it just, much like D, I think it depends on who actually posts it. Um, If it's somebody who, uh, if it's somebody who I know, is about positivity Or uplifting the people Then I'm, I'm more apt to read what they have to say Behind it um, But if it's just somebody Who's kind of just jumping on the bandwagon But the hashtag actually means a lot It means that we do matter it, it We shouldn't have to say Black lives matter And I know other people have said Well all lives matter Or blue lives matter I mean the fact that we have to say that In and of itself is a problem you know i mean we just saw and we talked about it on the show we did an entire show about charleston and the first thing i said when i came on the air was if you're not safe in church i don't know where Mm -hmm. you're safe at praying Uh if you're not safe in the house of the lord i don't know where you're safe at um so black lives do matter and 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 they the Beyond the phenomenon of the hashtag and what people have posted, I think at the end of the day, we can't lose sight of that. We have to understand that we've gone through a lot, and we need to be able to use these venues of social media to the to the our to our full potential to get the word and our message out there because we have a voice, and our voices count, and. You have to create a, an environment to facilitate that if you don't then you know like you said Dee one minute you're talking about Black Lives Matter the next minute you're posting something about twerking you know what I'm saying so there's a, there's got to be con, some consistency in those that post that type of stuff but um, I'm generally happy when I see the hashtag generally speaking I'm happy because I know that nine times out of ten from the people that I follow on social media it's something positive coming behind it or a message behind it um that i'm actually interested in reading and participating in um which leads me to my next question and i'll start first with you vent um mike brown it's been a mm-hmm. year since he died yep. what have you learned over the past year
3: Like you said, I'm not safe anyway That's that's the main thing I've learned. Not that I didn't know that, but I think there's a little level of complacency you get um, when when certain things are not happening. But this last year, even before that, if you go even back to um, um, I can't think of his name, the young the young boy in uh, Florida, the by the Trayvon yeah, Trayvon Martin. Martin um, even if you go back at that point you're not safe in your own neighborhood you're not safe you know going to the store at church you know anywhere and um i think the one lesson that I, I seem to keep coming back to in my mind uh that more of these incidents start occurring is at some point we gotta start com- policing our own community you know we gotta step up and say hey you know, we going to make sure things are straight on our block. We're going to make sure that there's right. nobody come in our neighborhood that is not uh, about something or, or has some business in our neighborhood. And I think we've got to go almost back to even, and we don't live in, for the most part, we don't live in the same neighborhood because we've all moved to, you know, out in the suburbs or here and there. And we don't necessarily live around black people as much as we used to. Um, but I think, We've got to we've got to see ourselves as one, which I think we're starting to embrace again, because uh, I think we got away from that a little bit, and we, we just have to we have to look out for one another more than we have before. And I I've been there, like I said about the last topic, kind of uh, a little prideful about the fact that people have kind of stood up and said, you know, we all are united in one in in this cause and this our commonality of being black and American. And I think um, that's a good thing. And I think, you know, just, just looking at the trends, the fact that all the, you know, all the sisters are going natural. They that things. I, I feel like things are going to a, a place where we can, we may make some significant strides. I hope that anyway. Um, I know. Obviously, we got a lot of problems. We got a lot of things right. that we have to work on, but um, I'm hopeful. I'm I'm an optimist. I'm not a person who's a pessimist at all. So uh, you know, I look for things to get better. And you know, as bad as this year has been, and it's been a horrible year. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it has. Um, it has. There have been things that made me look at it and say, hey, Well, we, we, we're going to move in that right direction. We just. We just we got to get organized. We got to get, you know, uh, step up and, and do it for ourselves, and stop looking for other people to do it for us.
2: No doubt, no doubt. What about you, D. Love Hall? Um, like I said, a year uh, since Mike Brown has passed away, uh, violently and tragically murdered there in Ferguson. Um, what, what have you learned over this past year, man? <laughs>
0: What have I learned over the past year since Mike Brown's murder? Oh man. Basically, what I've learned over the past year is that keyboards and cameras give cowards confidence. That's all I've really learned.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: There's nothing that's, there's nothing that happened with him that's surprising. Cops have been, there have been some cops, some, that have been rogue cops for decades. That's, that's, that's always been the case. And unfortunately, it may always be the case. I can't say that I'm surprised. So I can't say that I've learned anything. Um, the, the, the people who support the, the road cops, they're always the ones, or seemingly, they, they're the ones who, they've been, just like the, the Trump supporters, they've been waiting on somebody to do something that they've wanted to do or say. So they can say, well... Yeah, that was the right thing to do. And they have absolutely no kind of... Any kind of evidence that states that it was the right thing to do other than it was a young black man. Right. I, I don't want to touch too much into, you know, other topics when I try to say this, but there's... there There's this thing called endangered species, you know, the lion who got killed and eagle, bald eagles, all that shit. Well... Black people have been an endangered species from the time they landed yeah. on this on this, this is his land. And yes, people try to disregard people try to disregard that and want to say, Well, things are better. Y'all got a black president, you know, y'all y'all blah blah blah. That didn't make anything better. It really didn't for not for the common black person and not just black males, but black females as well. Mike Brown's situation mm-hmm. was, was was a tragedy. Um Trayvon Martin tragedy my man in New York was with loose cigarettes was a tragedy but there's also yeah, black women unarmed there's also young black women unarmed black women who are turning up dead in jail cells hanging themselves allegedly or other situations that aren't being talked about as much as these young black men and I mean there's nothing that I have learned over the past year I, there's nothing that I've heard or read about over the past year that I can say I wasn't already made aware of that taught me anything. This has been happening for so long that unfortunately some people are numb to it and they've kind of given up hope and I, I want them to, to revitalize themselves get re, reinvigorated so to speak and kind of get back in the game because I understand it's hard people don't understand right. how hard it is to continually talk about these things and go to these rallies and go to these meetings and read documents and all kind of things to try to learn more about legal stuff and and, and how or why things work the Mike. I mean the uh, the yeah a Mike Brown situation That is for for everyone that says well, he shouldn't have stole those cigars Listen, man, we got a guy who shopped a movie theater And he walked he, he's in court. He went to court You know, we got a girl who stabbed her boyfriend and definitely took pictures and, and threw the joint in the in the washing machine She went to court another cat they bombed, They bombed the Boston uh, Marathon and had a shootout, and one of them still went to court. There's situation, you can just name number of situations that just happened. And uh, it, it's tiresome. It's, it's aggravating. And I know that there are some people who will probably listen to your show, and they're going to get mad when I say this, but I don't care. If you approach me about some black-on-black crime, I will probably <laughs> take my hand as hard as I could <laughs> and try to knock the snot out of you because there's no such thing as black on black crime. Crime is crime. White people kill white people. Asians kill Asians. Indians kill Indians. So for everybody that says, well, if y'all care so much about police killing y'all, maybe y'all should stop killing each other. That's so dumb. I hate that. That thinking just bothers me to my core nothing has happened over the past year that taught me anything these things have just been happening and they continue to happen and just on a side note the situation that's happening here in charlotte with uh my man for real for real i want to say eric Pharrell. that's not Eric for real his first name isn't my right now but his last name is for real the one that got shot by the uh charlotte police officer i hope that people are paying attention jonathan jonathan for real that's his name jonathan for real
2: okay Okay.
0: The the cop the cop lit him up for no damn reason, and his own chief said that by the way he was going against procedure. What he did was not in our procedure. I think that happens more often than not. But the problem is, the sometimes these cops don't even get indicted, and that's the that's the part that some people miss. When we're just so devastated, right. that they don't they don't even get indicted, and they say, well. Yeah, he didn't get indicted, but, you know, such and such killed such and such. Yeah, the difference is, if Tyrone kills Jason, Tyrone's going to jail. He's yep. going to jail, no questions asked, but you got these rogue cops who's shooting people and they don't even get indicted. It doesn't even go to trial. That's what's frustrating. It's not about the yeah. number of cops—well, I should say it's not about—it's not as much about the number of cops that do it or the fact that it's mostly white cops that do mostly black young males. That's not the problem— the problem is they never get indicted to go to trial in the first place. That is frustrating. So you can't compare that to black on black crime or the list. So the quote unquote black on black crime. Right. So when you talk about uh, this year that has passed between that 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 situation that murder, let's just call it what is it is that murder. And today, I haven't learned anything other than cowards are going to be cowards and get behind their keyboards and they're going to spew all this hatred like it was the right thing to do. Oh, you weren't there. You don't know. What I do know is there was an unarmed man that got gunned down in the middle of the street by a, quote, unquote, professionally trained protector of the law. He's supposed to be protecting and serving us, but he's shooting down people in the middle of the street who were running away. That's what I do know. So i haven't learned anything man is just hopefully hopefully there's going to be some kind of change maybe not in our lifetime maybe i don't know hopefully but if something has to change constitutionally which is impossible to do it has to do with these legislators which is almost impossible to do the, the year that has passed i haven't learned anything we anybody who hasn't known this hasn't been paying attention to what's been going on in america
2: Right. Right. That, that That's a great point. I think um, just from, I think one thing that people tend to lose sight of or lose, and I don't know how it gets lost in translation, but the thing that keeps coming back to me is these people are unarmed. I mean like that thats that's the part that really just like really can't uh, I, I just can never wrap my hands around. You're an officer, you have a gun, you have a taser, the person that you're going against is unarmed. Now if somebody got a gun, hey, and, and you and up and the guy pulls out a gun, you shoot him, hey, oh, you know what? There's nothing I can say. But I think having videos has helped to some degree, and I said this on another show, has helped to some degree. But, I mean, I saw Eric Garner, you saw Eric Garner get choked out on a United States street. This isn't like Saudi Arabia. This isn't the Gaza Strip. This man got choked out on a street in the United States, and it was all captured on video. And nobody, like you said, D, nobody even got indicted. I mean, like nobody. Go, the, the dude who shot the trial, video went to
0: jail. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah did exactly.
2: Now. The guy who shot the video went to jail. Um, you know, but outside of that, I mean, nothing else happened. Uh, you know, the guy in Charleston, Walter Scott. If the if that kid had not been filming that video, the Charleston Charleston the police department would have they would have backed him up because his story would have been corroborated. So, I mean, what I've learned over, over this past year, it's been extremely frustrating. Um, and as much as I don't like talking about this stuff, because I think it's, it's really sad at the end of the day because, you know, having kids, you have to explain this, but this is the world that we live in. And I, and I really thought when, I was ex- when, when when the world was explained to me as a child, And my parents told me about, you know, how things were in the 70s and 60s and stuff like that, that things would be better. And I really can't say that they are in a lot of ways. In in most ways, they are. But then, I mean, I shouldn't have to, you know, have to worry about certain things. But I will say this, and people don't understand this. I think we have a situation where we know that in reality, the... Like you said, using the example of Jason and Tyrone, I think people are bothered by that. I I, I don't know that people are necessarily um, sad or, or oblivious to the the gun violence that happens in our community. We're not quote unquote black on black crime, if you will. But I will say this much: people want to talk about that, but they don't talk about the social and economic situations that put that that have been put in place for these people. To where they feel like they have to kill each other. Exactly. Nobody wants to talk about that. That is That is a. Isn't, and that's not just. A, that is not just a byproduct. Of what's happening. That's the real. And nobody wants to talk about that. Yeah you see Tyrone got shot. On the 6 o'clock news. But you don't know about the circumstances. In which he lived. And that's not absolving Tyrone from shooting somebody. Or being shot. But you have to look at it in its totality. You can't just look at. A, a two-minute clip on the news, and I think and, and like I said, I'm. I feel for Sandra Bland just as much as I would a woman on the South Side of Chicago whose son got gunned down over the weekend. I do because that Bob because that that kid that got gunned down just like Sandra Bland. I don't know what they could have been. We none of us know what they could have been. They could have been the next uh, state senator. They could have been the next president. They could have been the next garbage man. I don't know. They could have been law-abiding citizens. And again, it goes back to what I said at the beginning. Unarmed. Unarmed. How you kill somebody that's unarmed is beyond me. But I think we've learned a lot. It's been a tough lesson. Tough lesson. Um, I'm encouraged by the fight not just from black people, but from white people, from Asians. I'm encouraged by the fight. I'm encouraged when I see people, like I saw this morning, standing on I-70 in St. Louis blocking traffic. You know, if you can't, you can't fight the police, but you, if, if you have people or organizations that support that kind of behavior, you can shut them down with your money. Money talks. Economic boycotts. I mean, and one thing our boy uh, V.A. always talks about is mobilizing. And that's one thing I love about this movement, this Black Lives Matter movement, this social movement, is that what you're seeing is the mobilization of people. And we saw it in the 60s. And that part to me is encouraging. And not just from black people, from all races. That's encouraging to me because people are basically saying, well, look, I'm not going to stand for it anymore. I'm not going to stand for it. I'm not going to take it. And so when you get that, then you have progress. Then you have progress. Uh, 347 215 7162 is the phone number to call. And 347 215 7162. Uh, the topic tonight in the news we got three microphones, three great minds, three sets of strong minded opinions. I am your host, 12 Kyle, joined by my partner my man Vince and my man D. Love Hall we're taking you up until the top of the hour Uh, so you got time to get on the phone give us a call uh, keep the comments coming on Facebook and Twitter they're coming in so fast to be honest I haven't had a chance to respond to them all Um, on a lighter note D. Love Hall let's lighten it up a little bit man Um, Russell Wilson Quarterback, Super Bowl champion, uh, has been in the news lately with his girlfriend, singer Ciara. Uh, as you know, uh, Ciara, and I guess he's a rapper, rapper slash singer, guy named no, Future. To be honest, no. I don't even know what Future looks like. I don't know what Future looks like. I could pick him out of a lineup. Uh, but a lot has been made of the time that Russell Wilson and Ciara have been spending, you Well, know, their boyfriend and girlfriend. But prior to her relationship with Russell Wilson she had a child little boy uh, with rapper, slang singer Future um, uh-huh. and Russell Wilson as you know with the Seattle Seahawks is in training camp and last week there was or maybe it was a week and a half ago or so uh, there was a cute little photo that was tweeted out people talked about it at nauseum um, there was a, a picture of Russell Wilson in his uniform on the field Giving uh, the little boy a huge hug, and you can see Sierra in the background. Um, so, D. I'll ask you: Why do you think people made such a fuss about Sierra and Future's child spending time with Russell Wilson?
0: Because it's cute. That's all. Because it's a cute thing to talk about. I mean, listen. I don't. I don't. I don't know them personally so it's hard for me to speak on their, their, their relationships between all of them but let me just say this I I don't I don't I don't have questions about Sierra because she's a black woman which some people love to say I don't I don't question her because of that I've questioned her because of choices she's made in the past period in relationship dealing with relationships I mean I've always had questions about her she dealt with Bow while crying out loud I had questions from that day but when she started dealing with this dude, and I read that they had like five or six kids with five or six different women already. I was like, why would she deal with him? She could actually have her pick up the litter, so to speak. But right. she, she she stayed with she dealt with him and, you know, she was with all the kids and she was doing the stepmommy thing, blah, blah, blah. And then when they broke up, however they broke up, whenever they broke up, it's, it's alleged that he left her when she was pregnant, whatever the case may be. I don't know how that works. I don't know them. I don't know them. But... They separated, they went their own ways, and I don't know if he's ever tried to be in his son's life. I don't know if she's blocking him from her son or their son's Like I don't know the situation. So I try not to have a point, I try not to have an opinion because I just don't know. However, if I'm just looking at it from, from the standpoint of a black man, black father, whatever the case may be, if that's my son, if that's my son that I had with another female, and we separated, with our own ways, and she's taking him to see another dude. If I'm trying to be in my son's life and she's blocking me for whatever reason, I'm not going to Twitter to talk about her. I'm not going on Power 98 and 105 and all. I'm not going on radio stations to talk about her. I'm going to get at her. I'm going to get directly at right. her and say, hey, 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 we need, to, we need to get together. Me, you, and him need to all get together. We need to all sit down. And we need to hash this thing out because that's my son. I need to be the number one male influence in his life. And if I'm being blocked from that, we need to figure out how to unblock that situation. I need to be there first and foremost. All these pictures are cute and all that, but I don't appreciate it. And I'm not going on social media to talk about it. I'm coming to you man to man. And I'm going to Sierra, ex-boyfriend, ex-husband, whatever the case may be. whatever. I'm coming to you. So we need to hash this thing out. The only reason, in my opinion, why this thing is making so much news is because, I'm sorry to say, she's a black woman. That's how it comes across in social media. Black women are dogged religiously, hellaciously in social media. And some of it is warranted. I'll say that. Some of it is warranted. But when it's not, they still get dogged. The same way he has Sierra around his kids. Nobody had a problem with that, but now so many people got a problem with her taking her son, their son, around Russell Wilson. But once again, if this dude's future is not trying to be in his life, then he needs to shut up and man up. But if he's trying to be in his son's life and she's blocking him, they need to have a sit down. And if they can't get together and have a sit down, he needs to go legal I'm pretty sure he knows about that. He needs to go legal with this and figure out how can I interject myself into my son's life and stop this madness. Because this could possibly have all kinds of ramifications for that young man for the rest of his life. We all know from being black men ourselves, we've had influences when we were younger that have stuck with us Forever no matter how young we were when it started, no matter where it started or why it started, all three of us have some people in our lives that were there from a very young age who were extremely influential to us and it stuck Mm -hmm. with us for the rest of our lives. If that young man's future is not in his son's life and is for her because of her, he needs to handle that. But if he's not trying to be in his son's life, stop going on social media Stop going on the radio. Stop going on uh, Spike TV and you know, all that bullshit. Stop being a punk and let that girl live her life. It just doesn't, something about it isn't adding up to me. I just don't, I don't, I don't know the whole story, but if she's blocking him, he needs to handle it. And if he's not trying to, stop acting like you are. There
3: it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
2: Preach. What, what about you, you Priest, Preach What's your take on it, man?
3: I don't know if there's anything other than what D said on that, but my whole thing with it is it's a non-issue. Why are y'all worried about somebody else's life so much? I don't understand that. And then my other thing is, just because you had a whole bunch of uncles coming in and out of your house when you was little, (laughs) and and it wasn't good for you, don't mean... First of all, Russell Wilson is a dude who just got a $100 million contract How he ain't having sex with a woman. He's trying to live the right way or whatever. He's, it ain't like he a bad influence. Wait, like, if that's my daughter, because I don't have kids, so I got to speak for him. If that's my daughter, I want her to be with Russell Wilson, too. And I want my grandson right. to be with Russell Wilson, too. So I don't know future though. I don't know what he's about. But this is a dude that I know publicly say he got an addiction to lead. So yeah, I'm good on that. He he need to step away. He, He got a whole bunch of other kids. He ain't taking care of from what I understand. So. I mean, to me, it's not a it's it's a non-issue. It's one of those slow news days where people decide to get upset about
2: something. I mean, and, people went you know, ham on that man.
3: But I think it really um, goes back. I really think it goes back to people and they, their upbringing and how their mom was going to the club and had uncles come through the house, and they <laughs> they still <feel> salty <laughs> that about break? that. I really right. think that is, is what it is. Because to me, I was like halfway through the day, like, what are y'all really talking about? I don't understand. Like, what's yeah. the deal about the picture? I didn't get the, what the issue was. And maybe because I don't have kids, it didn't resonate with me like it did with people who have kids. But I was like, they broke up. She moved on. What's right, the problem? Right, dude's right. doing what he's supposed to be doing it's not really an issue because he is doing what he's supposed to be doing and the little boy knows who his father is. Now, if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is what it sounds like because a hit dog will That's Howard, what it sounds like to me. It's like, why are you on the radio? Like like D said, if you're a grown man and that's your child and that's your ex or whatever, you go to her, you call her. You got the number. I know you got the number. Call her and be like, yo what's going on we need to talk about this we need to figure out how we can make this work and you need to meet with old boy to make sure he's a good dude to be around your kid
4: like exactly. an
3: adult like an adult like but you handling it like a little kid makes me think that you ain't handling none of your other responsibilities either so you know i mean on the side it's not an issue it's a non-issue and I'm I'm surprised that people... I know I'm not surprised that people do a lot of crazy things nowadays, but it is a non-issue to me.
2: That's basically the bottom line for me. Yeah, I, I think... Um, and I'll be brief, because I, I see we got a couple calls. Um, I, I think... I'm like you guys, man. I'm not... Um, I, I, I just didn't understand. I mean, first and foremost, I think Russell Wilson's a great guy. Um, I mean, like... You know, you could. Yeah,
3: yeah, but you thought Bill Cosby was a great guy before he started
2: talking crazy.
3: So we yeah, don't know. I
2: mean, we don't okay, know. From, from what I know of Russell, but I put it like this: Sierra could have. It could have been Marshawn Lynch. If it, if this is Marshawn Lynch, future ain't saying nothing. He ain't saying nothing. You know why he's he's coming at this guy like this? Because so you why think he, he came with mentioned? the Percy Oh, person he, Harvest, say he ain't saying a word. He ain't saying a word. No, that's He's what I'm saying. He, it was like Percy Harvin got at Russell, and that's why they had to kick him off the team. So my, 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 my thing is, man, I think people got upset about it because they saw a lot of their lives in this. You know, mm-hmm. future, my thing is this, and this is for any guy. If you have a child together, you still have that child together, you know, for the rest of your life. You're tied to that person with those with, those, with that child or children. Uh, regardless of whether or not Sierra and Russell Wilson make it as a couple, if they make it and get married, more power to them. But, you know, you, you're, you should make the determination as a father to be in your son's life and go forward from there. And as long as he knows who his father is, everything's good. But, you know, we, we've seen blended families work. We've seen them fall apart. Uh, I'm I still, like you, Vince, I had it left me kind of scratching my head trying to figure out why Uh, This issue is so big Um, on social media (laughs) of all places. Let's jump to the phone lines. Let's go to area code 757. My man, Uh PA, easy. PA, what up?
4: Man, what it do? What it do? What it do?
2: Uh
1: oh. Uh oh.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I got to take pretty much every opposing stance of every issue. I just want to spice up the show <laughs> a little bit. I'm not gonna ride. I'm not riding on any of the, uh, the Bill Cosby. I'm not riding that. But I'm gonna start with Sierra first. My issue <laughs> with the Sierra situation, I can relate. You know what I mean? I, I can relate very close. I kind of ha- have a situation very similar. And you know, this right. thought that adults can 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 converse uh, uh, outside of the media and have quality conversations—that's a myth and a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all know this or not. But you know, when you have having discussions of this magnitude, they don't go well. Cats don't be on the phone articulating like what can we do as a as a parental family to raise these kids. It don't go nothing like that. So even if he made a call, to call Sierra, He ain't getting no quality conversation like how you want to handle this future. It's not going down like that. It's going to be ratchet. And I think the real issue is it's not that she moved on and she got another dude. I mean, you know, I'm seeing pictures online, I'm seeing the nigga with a football, I'm seeing carriages. I mean <laughs> are, are, look, is this is this uh an actual media ploy to say, yo, I'm I'm gonna take a bunch of pictures. I ain't even seen the kid up until this relationship. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even right, seen right, him. Where right. Was he? No.
1: <laughs> right.
4: So so okay. all of a sudden but yeah, all of a sudden, you know, it's little blue Ivy pics all over the place. So, you know, my, my issue is that like, you can make this not be a media issue if you wanted to. And they can handle it behind the scenes. But, you know, once you start doing, you know what I'm saying, cameos at the kickoffs and all that, you know, you 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 open yourself up to being more. So, yeah. Right. I, I, I'm not even suggesting that that that, that, that something wrong with Russell. I don't know Russell. You know, he may not. Hell, we don't know. You know, I agree with Vince. And Vince said, we don't really know this cat. I mean... We can get yeah. caught up with the light skin and the curly hair shit and all the versions, <laughs> but, but 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 we don't really know this cat. You know, this cat might not have sex with women. He like like boys. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know, only thing we know for sure that nigga ain't hand the ball off. He ain't had <laughs> the ball. <laughs> he would never that
1: Hey, he made the Don't do
4: it. Hey, look. Oh, that's, the, that's the only. That's the only oh, choice I shit. know that he made in, in his life. That was a screwed up choice. Was throwing that damn pick. That pick. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, look. Uh, on oh that shit. alone, on that alone, I'm questioning the swag. Oh, my God.
1: So,
4: oh, right, my God. I'm off of here. I'm off for Sierra, but I just really oh think it's a media, God. it's a it's a media, it's a media strategy going on with the whole, you know, I'm gonna make you jealous type thing. So it's corny. They can handle it behind the scenes. So I agree with that. The Bill Cosby yeah. thing, man. Like I gotta keep it one hundred with Bill Cosby, man. Like I don't really like, you know, I, yeah, I think he's a crab ass dude. I really believe that. I think he, you know, he's shaky. But man, like right. <laughs> I be looking online, I don't be really be seeing like the. The incidents, like the context, for how these things play out, I was trying to position myself in the storyline. I be like, Yo, if this was me. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. right, right.
2: You know, I, think, I think part of it. I think part of it is from what I've read in, in, in the in the um the magazine, the Time magazine with the 35 women on the cover, I think it sounds to me like he really leveraged his celebrity and his status.
4: Kyle, 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 stop, Kyle. Stop. Yeah. Listen, Kyle, he's Bill motherfucking Cosby. This nigga don't right. deliver shit. This celebrity, he's walking to a road. You know what I mean? You That's know what I'm saying? Right, so what, what I'm saying to you is, chicks know that too. So, and, and, and all I'm saying is, position yourself. Position yourself as a millionaire in a party, at a disco in the 70s now. This ain't 1990. They ain't playing Lefty Man. This is the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> okay? In, in, in 1990, we was what, what was we drinking? We was drinking, you know, whatever we drank Hennessy, blah, 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 in the club, whatever. In the club in 1970, when you got a million dollars, you got Quaaludes, you got drugs. So the only thing I'm saying is the context for the interaction. If, are, are they you know if you meet these chicks at the bus stop he's like yo um know. you got a headache you see what i'm saying no listen you got a headache <laughs> you got a headache oh boo i'm sorry you know let me let me give you these crazy or let me give you these pills and if you' did he take you home he's not you know okay that's crazy but look if you're at a club and you all up in the party scene and you know it's drugs like i'm saying if if, if they didn't know but these crazys they ain't the same. i think one time they said it was um the one that they was talking about on the uh, deposition, it was Kwaylou. I mean, yeah. This is, I mean, I mean, I'm confused. You, you didn't know it was drugs. And you were in the club. And I think they said one of the chicks met him backstage after a show, and she got she got some drugs from him. I mean, I'm just confused as to when is he when is when is he really being a crab ass nigga and being a rapist, and when he, and when is he being just a nigga.
2: I'm I, 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 I just confused. I, like that's, that's, that, that's the crux of, of Bill Cosby that we know, or we think we know. We don't no, know no, but who. I'm just saying.
4: But What but, 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 but I'm saying to you is we don't know any other context. We don't know any other context no, no, for how these know. things went down. All we know is there was drugs, there was some, uh, I don't even know if there was sex in all of them. I think I read some stuff where he was jacking off on people's hands. Not, and not all of no, no yeah. yeah. All of them, he wasn't even sex. So, all I'm saying is, each case obviously had nuances that were different. So, right. I don't get how this cat. I'm just being honest. I don't get how we're going from, um, he should have no presence in the media ever again. I mean, there's people around here who kill people. And they still got shows. I mean, you got Mark Wahlberg, who, you, who was a, a racist as a teen. got went in jail. He used to throw rocks at niggas in Boston. You know, people are like, they don't even exist. He's one of the biggest white celebrities right. ever, so I'm just saying I don't know. I just think that I don't like what Bill Cosby has done, but I don't I don't like public lynchings. I don't like media lynchings either. I don't like the sensationalism of an issue, and then it becomes like twice as big. So I just don't know the context in which they happen. Now, if you could tell I me, I think you did.
2: I I think what 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 you what you're saying is, and and I I, I understand. Think we're, and, and for those of you listening, I'm getting notification. we got about 60 seconds. So we're going to go a little bit over. If you're listening online, uh, it's going to cut off in 60 seconds. If you're online, you can continue to listen to us uh, as we go forward. We're going we're gonna to finish out, round out the show. I, I hate cutting people off in the middle of their calls. Uh, so we'll take the show over 11 p.m. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Make sure that you come back next week. Got a couple of young ladies coming through. And we're talking about, uh, you know, I ain't even going to disclose what we're talking about. Just make sure you come back next week. It's going to be a dope show. Um, Soul Survivors Crew will be in the building next week, so you don't want to miss it. So for those of you listening online, thanks for checking me out. Uh, The podcast is going to keep rolling and recording so you can catch what we're talking about. Uh, Catch it tomorrow when you listen to the podcast. For, for D. Love Hall, for Vince, for Man V.A.E.Z., I'm your host, 12Kyle. We will be signing off online, and we'll holler at you next week. Um, as far as Bill Cosby, uh, what you were saying, <laughs> um, I, 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 I get what you're saying, but I think what, and I don't know if you caught the part that me and D. Love Hall talked about a little earlier, where, we, where Bill has lost some cachet was where Bill went on that tirade for those five, ten years on bashing back on bashing black folks, so oh, yeah. you know, now uh, yeah. we we can't really give them. A, I I, don't, I hate to use the word pass. We're not <laughs> cutting them any slack. Like trying to figure out what what was the narrative behind all of these stories. Huh. Yeah, I
4: mean, but I can I can show you media clips where Bill Cosby has been the most pro-black nigga you ever meet. So so I, I'm not. So all I'm saying is you you. I mean. There's probably people who have gone on tirades and went on lectures and said a lot of things that were not demeaning to black people and they don't even get air. So I just think that a lot of times when we get information, we're getting it for a reason. You know, it's not because, you know, uh, you know, I think people wanted to see if you, you know, for lack of a better word, black on black hate from somebody who was a right. celebrity. So they, so they gave it attention. I'm not dismissing him for his words, but, you know, I got older parents, too, who say very similar things. I ain't even go front. My parents have said some very condescending things about other black people that wear their pants, low and whatever, because they come from a different era. I, you know, right. to me, I just put that in this category. And I say, Yo, you, you you, you, ignorant and you ain't, you ain't seen it all yet because you stuck in a generation where it was a certain kind of way. But they, they aired that and they gave us that and they gave it to us a lot for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I I disagree with that position. But I don't agree with everybody's position on a lot of things. Right. I mean, you know, I'm not a I'm not an O. J. fan either. OJ wasn't even a nigga until he killed a white chick.
1: And then when OJ
4: and look, and when he got off, niggas was like, Yo, I'm riding with OJ. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was riding with OJ. Oh, we like, Yeah, he got off, man, he beat the system. So I just think that with with his legacy, in terms of his legacy, I just think that, you know, I, I'm 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 not with the whole bearing his legacy and he don't exist and his contribution to society is, should be totally like terminated. No, uh, because what I would like to see is each one of them forty chicks. I would love to see them all go to trial. I, I would love to see that. Oh, trust me, they they would love, they would want to if they could.
2: That's. Yeah, what I mean, but look,
4: but just... I know, but I'm saying even if it was not statute of limitations, just ideally, right. I would love to see them stand up against the cross examination with a high power lawyer. I would love it. I would love it because just like they tell black men when you get stopped by the police, you know, cow-cow, don't say nothing, don't talk aggressive, keep your hands on the stairwell, do all these things, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what do you tell women when they see celebrities? Do you get in the same kind of protocol? You need to do X, Y, and Z when you meet a celebrity with drugs? I
2: don't know.
4: <laughs> that's a good That's a good topic. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there because you know, I know, I know the rules for when I get stopped by a cop, right, right, you know, shut right. the fuck up, don't say nothing, et cetera. I'm saying these society, you know, women, and I hate, I know women hate to hear people talk about them and make them accountable for stuff like this, but it a real. when Stephen A. Smith opened up his mouth that one time and made a point that women got to be more careful about hitting a man, you can get hit back, and he almost lost his damn job.
2: Yep, he almost lost his job. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't he he wasn't the one to say that. <laughs> but I'm just you know, saying not,
4: not what, but, but, but was he not telling the truth?
2: You know what? I, I I understood what he was saying. I think he could have he could have phrased it better. It was the end of his statement, he made it sound like Almost like he would be blaming a woman. I don't think you can blame a woman for getting hit, but you know. But you know but what? He almost tried to justify it. it was. It was Kyle, like, I don't. I don't, don't think. Just- I don't
0: think he was blaming. I don't think he was blaming the woman, Kyle. I, I got to say something about this one. I don't think <laughs> when he said what he said, he was blaming the woman. I think Michelle Beadle took it that way because she, but for whatever reason, she she wanted to go at him, and I thought I thought her stance was kind of comical because she loves floyd mayweather who's a known woman basher yes she had something to say about Stephen a and his stance on if you don't want to be hit don't hit a man i think people took that out of context and was like oh so you saying that the reason why he hit her because he no that's not what he was saying what he was saying was you shouldn't expect to not be hit if you're hitting a man he never said that a man should hit a woman All he said was, don't go into a situation expecting not to get hit if you're hitting a man. And Michelle Beadle, for whatever reason, she took it somewhere else and started complaining about him, even though she supports a known woman beater. That was confusing about that situation with me. I I never understood that part of
2: it. Yeah. I I, guess my— And I
4: think
2: it it really wasn't in the form in which he did it he really didn't leave himself a lot of room, a lot of wiggle room either because, you know, he's on there to talk about sports. And when you start kind of veering off, and then there was nobody that really tried to – I mean, Skip let him go out there. And Skip wasn't about to do it. Yeah, Bacalli. yeah Bacalli. he did.
4: Yeah, he did. Hey, Bacow, let me say this, though. Stephen A. Smith can go on first take – and talk about accountability for black male athletes every freaking day, and nobody—he won't get a letter from ESPN and say ease up off niggas. He won't even get a letter, right? No, you
2: that's know what I'm happen. saying.
4: Well, but see, but that's 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 crazy. You you can talk about um, the, uh, the accountability for guys with with DUIs and all this kind of stuff and all this, everything they do off the field. You can have a commentary on that. He's had social commentary time and time again for every black male athlete that does something outside of the game that could be, you know, socially demeaning at some level. And he goes on tirades about that. But then he make one comment about a woman being accountable, you know what I'm saying, by not hitting a man, which is fair, you know what I'm saying? And everybody loses their mind. But see, it's okay to tee off. It's okay to tee off on black men. That's why I. That's why I don't like that's why I, I I fall, you know, I don't really get on the media bandwagon when it comes to just chopping up dudes. I just don't. Because I know what it's about. Right. You can't you can chop up a black man all day long and everybody said Mr. Yeah, you right. Yeah, you right. Yeah, he is a hoe. You know what I'm saying? People over there. He ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? He should know better. He should right. pick up you know, it's always we always gotta, right. you know what I'm saying, be excellent and ten times more excellent than the next person. And then you got, you know, then you make one little comment and all that he was trying to say was women have to be just as accountable. You know what I mean? You can't be running there peeing off on, you know, athletes that run a full three. Are you kidding me?
2: You know right. what I I understood where he was trying to go. I think he but he he kinda got out there and it wasn't no he didn't say anything to kinda reel it back in and he didn't justify it. And I think people took like like D said. Michelle Beadle took a, a portion of what he said, and not in its totality, and ran with it. And I think that's where it kind of. And then once but, it, you know, once you have people outside of your arena, outside of your sports arena, you know, on socials like but, that, they're gonna run. But, because, but my, oh, question I mean, well, my question
4: is why? My it's question it's is why? My question is why is it okay? Why is it okay? No, because you have no not, advocacy. Man. Well, you have no. No, I'm just saying you have no advocacy. For, I mean, to me now, I don't know what 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 kind of TV y'all watch, but I've never heard any advocacy for black men, particularly black men that come out of urban areas or who come out of Lawrence. I, I don't hear advocacy on television for that. There is no advocacy, but there there advocacy for feminism on TV all day long, every every single right. five minutes. You always hear it, and so that's the only thing I'm saying. You on one end, you don't have to balance a tightrope when you start talking about black men. But you have to watch what you say when you talk about women, and I just think it's it's unfair, you know. So you know you can't. Oh, you you only to just shut up. Yeah, you just can't even yeah. talk about nothing else. But only thing you can do is come on media, sit up there, and shit
2: on niggas. That's all you can do. You you have that's to, all that's but but what, what, what you have to do is even like like somebody like Stephen A. Smith, you know, who yeah. people yeah. and and I understand. And it was it was such a hot. But if if it, if he had said it on a Thursday in October. Or whatever like that, but it was during the Ray Rice stuff. It was so hot that you know they had to cover it. And then when you start throwing in your own personal feelings, you know, and I and like I understood exactly what but he that's was what paying and to was, do. And and, and and you know what? You know what was even funnier? There were so many women, both black and white, that echoed his same sentiment. Problem was, you get part of a clip, run with it. Hey, it's, at, at that point, it was out of his hands, out of ESPN's hands, and so forth and so on. Um, I'm going to throw out one more question. We can throw this out to YouTube VA uh, before we get out of here. Z, um, I'll start with you. Uh, obviously, everybody knows the uh, NWA movie, uh, Straight Out of Compton, uh, about NWA's rise. Uh, it's coming out <coughs> Friday, set to hit the movie theaters. Um, with the movie Straight Outta of comp. the set that hit the movie theaters this weekend, what do you think was significant about the group NWA?
0: Uh, significant about the group. Um, I'm trying to remember the, the my initial reaction to hearing them. You know, my brother Lee put me on them and the first song I heard was Fuck the Police. I was kinda scared because he, the first words were Fuck the Police coming straight from the underground and <laughs> right. I was like he just cussed and he said, fuck the police. I was a little confused. But I think, I, just my, per, my personal experience, I think their impact on me, it opened my my, my mind up to the West Coast. I, I didn't know, even though Oakland Heights had its own little issues, it wasn't like that, you know what I'm saying? Nothing, nothing I saw in Florence was like what they were portraying. And it opened my eyes up to say, yo, there's some stuff going on that I just never knew was even possible. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just think that their their cultural impact, I, I can't say it won't ever be matched. You know what? I will say that. It won't be matched. It, it won't because today's artists are just whack. They're corny. They, they, they had a social and cultural impact that opened up some eyes to what was really happening in the streets as opposed to what was happening in a studio by someone who saw something in the street. They were actually right. telling us what was actually going on that the media did not want us to know what's going on. They were they were the black CNN. They were the original black CNN for us. Because until that point, no part of me ever even thought that what they were talking about was reality. Yeah, I knew dope dealers. I knew people who may have had a gun here and there. But I never knew the, the, the magnitude of the violence and the, sociolo- the sociological impact that was going on in the urban areas in major cities like that so for me they opened my eyes onto to a whole other world that i at the time did not know even existed
2: no doubt no doubt what, what about you vince uh uh nwa's and and, and nwa's impact well first
3: I, I grew up out west so i was out in uh, i was in seattle okay. We first heard, uh, you know, Easy Does It and straight, you know, uh, Boys in the Hood and all that stuff before we even got to the U.W.A. album. Um, so, first of all, the first thing that was the impact for us was it was the first rappers that sounded like they was from out west. Like right. everybody, even if they were from the west coast, tried to sound like they were from New York before N.W.A. Like they use the slang that I heard in school. They talk, you know, they use all the words that I was like, oh, I understand exactly what they talked about because this is this is the language that the people I grew up with talk with, and so that was the first thing that, that impacted me. So then, you know, I think from that you get the entire birth of the entire West Coast Southern all of the rap comes after that because people are like, Oh, I don't have to be from New York to be in the hip hop game. I can be from you know, I can be from Florida, I can be from Georgia, or I could be from California or Texas and rap about what goes on in my neighborhood, just like NWA is rapping about South Central or Compton or whatever. And so I think that's the, the impact that they have on the game is that now the game is not just regional. It's not hip hop is not just the New York game. it's it's all across the country and you don't have, you can speak on your own thing. You can talk your own language and say your own uh, slang and talk about your neighborhood as opposed to trying to to be the most uh, verbose or, or have the best uh, lyricism uh, versus just really just conveying your own story. I think they were the first ones that got me thinking that they, you didn't have to be uh, from the Bronx to be in hip hop. And so that was the the major impact. Uh, But just for, like I said, a young kid in Seattle in school, you know, they talked about what we talked about. They dressed like the kids I knew dressed. They talked about the gang culture, which was part of our lives as well. So um, to me, they're the most influential group in the history of hip hop uh, because of the impact that they had. Um, not the best group in the history of hip hop. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying influential as far as they changed the game and made it nationwide as opposed to a regional uh music.
2: No doubt, no doubt. What, what about you, D? I mean uh VA?
4: Yeah, man, I I pretty much uh I agree with the rest of the gentlemen on the on the panel. I think uh, you know, they they definitely uh came in with a bang and um you know, the impact, you know, I mean clearly you can see by the movie. So the the other, other relevant hip hop movie that they did in the past what ten, twenty years has been what? Notorious big so you know Yeah, yeah just goes yeah. to show you. Yeah, they just going to show you to, you know the, the impact that it that it's had. So um,
3: yeah at
4: eight mile before that. that. What now? Oh that's right. Eight mile I forgot. <laughs> yeah, eight don't miles. Please <laughs> <laughs> don't forget rabbit do yeah, I mean, you know. I'm not. I'm not a big Eminem guy. I mean, as you can probably assume, I'm not. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: no,
4: that was not hard to figure out. But uh, but um, but no, nah, I think absolutely, man. i I'm looking forward. I haven't even seen the movie yet, so I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. And um, yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, definitely. I agree with everything anybody said on that. Yeah, I I accord I the same sentiments,
2: man. I, I think it's um, it, it's. They, they opened up my eyes, man. And like you said, Vince, it was... I mean, they brought... Growing up in South Carolina, for, for me, they brought that to me because we, we didn't know anything. I mean, we grew up in Florence. We didn't know anything about uh, gang culture or anything like that, or police brutality. And, they, and they, NWA was the first group that I heard, even before uh, anything else, where they spoke about police brutality and they spoke about fighting back and they predicted that it was going to be an eruption, That they predicted the the uh, the Rodney King riot long before, I mean three, four years before it even happened. Um, so yeah, huge influence um, their group that I love and still love to this day, and if, even if you look at, you can't go far without looking at the NWA family tree, if you will, the Dr. Dre family, well not even the Dr., just the NWA family tree from Ice Cube to Dre, Snoop, Eminem, 50 Cent, on down the line. I mean, and then look at what these guys, just look at just the names that I mentioned just now, what they've been able to do uh outside of music and and, and how they've been able to prolong uh, relatively great careers. Um, but yeah, a huge impact, man. I think what they did was they exposed us to so much. And they had a story to tell, and they and and they made the story as such to where you almost really wanted to kind of be engulfed in. I mean, I just just remember listening to their music and listening to Easy Does It and listening to Straight Outta Compton album and Ice Cube record and you just wanted to hear it more and more because it gave a side of life that you didn't, it didn't, and, and I don't think they glorified it by, by any stretch of imagination. I think, you know, of course they didn't kill all those people in songs and stuff, but I think what it did was it just gave your ideas to what they were going through. And I think anytime you can connect and bring fans into it and make them, kind of give them a, a, a picture of what you're going through, I think it's a good thing. And I think hip hop has definitely benefited from it. Um, So yeah, that's, That's about it, man. Um, Unless somebody got anything else to say. (laughs) I think think we pretty much covered. Well, we didn't get all the questions, but we covered um, everything, man. Got to thank D-Love Hall. Got to thank Vince for coming through. Got to thank VA for calling in. Got to thank my man Q for calling in. Uh, Man, like I said, I don't know about y'all, but this is like a real quick two hours. Uh, yeah, yeah. this this might have been one of the quickest shows we've ever had um, hey I was going to call in
4: earlier Kyle but then it happened fast that's why I ain't talking
2: <laughs> <It> <laughs> I happened mean, like, fast. we literally I like I looked up and we were an out I was thinking about something like whoa man, going real fast Um, yeah. but yeah man again shout out to D. Love Hall and Vince anything y'all want to close out with Vince D. Love Hall
0: I'm good you brother want to you,
2: you want to promote your album,
0: D? <laughs> nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. Hey, man. So that's going to do it for us, man. Once again, got to thank everybody. Remember, if you miss any part of tonight's show, check out the archives at blogtalkradio.com backslash 12. Kyle, you can also check it out on Stitcher. As well as iTunes, as well as SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud now, as well as the YouTube channel. Uh, so that's going to do it for me and the fellas. So for D Love Hall, D A Easy, uh, I'm your host, 12 Kyle. We will holler at you next week. Uh, peace. Peace.
4: All right.